Hey baby, wake up from your sleep. We have arrived onto the future and the whole world is become Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 278 of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. I'm Jim. I'm going to be joined by America's sweetheart, Eric Shea, in just a little bit. And then we'll get into the classic books while we are still waiting for new books to come out during all of this nonsense and quarantine and shut-in stuff. But I want to tell you where you can find us all around the Internet. You can go over to Twitter, where we are found at Weird Science DC. You follow us. We'll follow you back. You can talk to us. We'll chat with you, all that sort of stuff. We have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where right now, while we're not getting all the new books, we have retro stuff coming out. But also, DC is throwing out these digital, almost first books, I'd like to call them. There's stuff that's being repurposed from the Walmart Giants, the more recent Walmart Giants, and they're putting them out each and every day. So that you can get something digitally They're okay and we have reviews Some are better than others and you'll see through the Reviews there we also have a Patreon account where you Can support us but it's not just support And this is not a diss on anybody And I have a lot of friends that listen to this podcast That have other podcasts I'm not saying anything or what but I Do think that we're some of the hardest Workers in podcast land A land where the streets are Paved with something It's certainly not gold, but we really, really do put an effort in. You get a ton of shows. You're going to get more than 30 shows, extra shows a month. And if you sign up now, you could end up getting up to pretty much more than a thousand shows that we put out already. And most of these are meaty, long, big and bouncy. They're usually around an hour long, if not more, but that is patreon.com slash weird science. One of the things that we do each and every week, every Thursday night, me and Eric get together and talk two books that are picked by the badasses of the get fresh crew. Beep boop. And that is called the DC Comics Patreon-only spotlight this past week. Again, no new books, so we're going classic. And we did Suicide Squad number 10 from 1988, John Ostrander, a really good issue with Amanda Waller, pretty much making Batman skedaddle out of Bell Rev and go with his tail between his legs back to Gotham. And also Shazam! The Monster Society of Evil, number one from 2007, a more of an all ages book, but we still enjoyed that. Now, I mentioned the bad asses of the Get Fresh crew, poop, poop. but somebody asked me this week, what is the Get Fresh crew? And I'll tell you, the Get Fresh crew, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're in the Get Fresh poop, crew. Poop. If you want reviews that don't fake the funk, You're in the Get Fresh crew. If you love a character, book, or creator and aren't afraid to stand up for them, no matter what way that gate swings, you're in the Get Fresh crew. If you love comics and love talking with people about comics, even if their opinions are 180 degrees different than yours, you're in the Get Fresh crew. And if you are an awesome person, you are in the Get Fresh crew. And that means you have passed the test. Ah, yeah. There it is, the pass the test deal. We don't stress enough about the Get Fresh Croup, Beep Boop, and all the stuff that we love about it and everybody part of it that we all love. But we also have a deal 
where we do the badass roll call. We mentioned the badasses. They are the ones that pick and choose everything that we do. They pretty much run our lives. They are the controllers, and we're the robots. And this is what I like to call the badass roll call. And without Eric, I can get through this. Boy, I, I don't have any problems, right? We got Manship, T-Funk. D-Ron, New Deal. D-Ron has jumped in as a badass. Thank you, D-Ron. We have Optimus Prime, 99, Lone Wolf Marv, Lawrence Lee, Niels Tewart, my man Rob Lewis, Dalton, Edom, Christian Fouds, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, Manga Mark. That sounds good, actually. That, that actually works. Eric G., David Fink, Brandy Murray, Bobby Bain, Reggie Hancock, Cam, Alex M., Brian from Arkansas, Alex M., he ran out of uh, monikers, Brian from Arkansas, Bill Beer, Admiral Whiskers, Tony Walton, Forrest Pauly, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watchick, Comic Boom Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, My Man Pete from NYC, Pauly P. Down Under, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Akeem, Double A Ron Simon, Swanee, Anthony, G, Missy T, and Ruben. Those are the badasses. And you know what? Screw it. Eric's not here. I'm going through the whole deal. You're going to have to sit back. We also have the Annihilator, Chris Rimmer, Adam Sullins. I'm going to have to hit this again. I'm just going through the whole deal. Sean Brown, Matt Rapier, Alex, Craig Burnett, Eric Bostic, Che Grant, Mark Mawini. I hope I don't mess up names now that I'm doing it. Michael Sumanin, Clayton Hinojosa, Stephen Baum, Red, Monty Montague, Ian Schaefer, Jason Colby, Michael Giustini, Matt, Danny the Street, Jesus Vasquez, Kyle Francoeur, Wolf Cypher, John Lamont, Mike Knox, Dancing Mike. Clifford, John Howard, Elizabeth Gold, Heidi Anderson, and we're just going to keep on going. Brian, Ted Probst, Adam McConchie, Brett Stampley, Seth Nine, I call him Brennan, Moomin, James Mannion, Geeky Doom, White Guy Games, Jesse Saunders, Adam Phelps, Stephanie Tanner, we, we have a star here, Stephanie Tanner, Sean Canada, Garrett Bur- Garrett Virgin, ah uh, yes, uh, Brad Wenner, Franzetta Hulk, who gives me a lot of Hulk suggestions, and I thank him for that. Pro-T Robot, Stork, Paco Pablo, Bredicus, Jay Alexander, Alex Ray Snyder, Mark Fossis, G-Man from Heck, Clay Adams, Jerry Moore, Joshua. I'm going to have to hit it again. I'm just going through the whole thing. Joshua was the last one. Francis Darsh. Uh, you have Zachary Oman, Steven Torres, Josh Henderson, John Doe, Johnny Fresno. Michael Penzel, Lorenzo Smith, Jason Hassel, Ryder Scott, Brian, David Rector, James M.J., Leonard Suggs, Ron Freelich, Shane LaRock, Robert Kraj, Adam Bajrasic. I hope I don't mess these up too much. Robert Mudge, Wheezy Marr, Joseph Hutchinson, Tim Taylor, John Citrone, Anthony Jackson, Christian H. Senzenig. Aiden O'Day, Luke Hollywood, Ray Price. Then we keep going. We got Collector News Network, uh, uh, JJ Fads, uh, Jolly Drew, William Green, Ginny's Hex, DC Life, Jordan Funk, Jay, uh, Curtis L. Scroggins, Todd T., Andy J. Holset, and Toy Fair Dave. That's it. That's all of the Patreons. The screw, screw that. You're all badasses today. You're all badasses is what you are. You know why? 
Did she pass the test, baby? You're all in the get fresh poop, beep, boop. I think it's the NyQuil that's doing this to me, but what the heck? I hope I didn't mess too much of the names up or miss you with that because I was scrolling through. I have problems scrolling through just the standard deal to go through it all. But I always wanted to do that, actually, go through all of the names. I actually thought that we'd do that one time on one of the Patreon-only annuals week, but who knows when we're going to get one of those again. So, hey. I want to thank each and every one of you that we mentioned. You all are badasses in our hearts. Thank you for everything you do. You all passed the test. Let's go off and talk some books with Eric. And here we are, straight from the weird science bunker, right? The bunker. We're underground, playing those games, oh, yeah? Eric. Oh, uh, yeah. We're not high atop the weird science broadcasting You're not high tower. This week? No. Uh, uh, well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe a little. I, I'm not high that sort of way, but. You're high on an, life, gotcha. No, as, as an aside, I will announce to everybody, including you, I didn't tell you that as we were getting ready, I do have my medicine, Eric. Look so at you. I am feeling a little better, a little more on point. And and ready just to talk a lot of nonsense because we're here to continue the non-new books, which means they're old, which I call classic, Jim. Classic. But are they? Are they really? We're going to find out. And why I like this podcast, how it's going. I'm not saying just our podcast in general, which I would hope that I do like in some capacity. But I do like going back to read. You've never told me that. Yeah, I never have. <laughs> and that is true. And, and really, I'm telling you, that is just to tell everybody the podcast, an extension of ourselves. And we don't like ourselves. <laughs> so, And usually when you are doing something like this, you're never going to be satisfied with anything that you do. Just like all my lovers. No, I, I mean, my kids is what I was talking no. about. I mean, really, you know. Hey there. And uh, when we go back and read some of these stories, some you have read, some I have read, some neither of us have read, Eric. Those are the options that are on that test. And when you go back, 
it's not just the idea of reading something that people have been telling you to read and so you love it like oh my and that's happening actually on the Marvel side where I'm doing a bunch <laughs> of the Frank Miller Daredevil which I had been told for years to read yeah. and I kind of put it aside because I don't like Frank Miller's look he scares me he looks like some him <laughs> and Alan Moore you? both look like they are in a coven where, where they're plotting the end of the world and they scare me and things like that really do end up coven. skewing what I end up reading or liking I think he's in the ink somewhere it's like when Kiss had their blood in the ink they got their black magic or something there I don't need that <laughs> I think I'm going to read that I'm going to forget like three days and I'm going to wake up with my pants on I don't know well yeah really again can you get that again uh, when so I go and read those and boy I even said I ended up doing one of the episodes this week, and this is trying to push people to listen to my solo Marvel podcast, but you end up having the idea that I think it's better than the hype. But I like that, right? Everybody would. That's something that you would yes. like. Nothing you ever heard from your lovers, you know what I as don't you say. Like that this thing's actually better than what people told me was. I hate that about this. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's but ever you said know that. what? It's also interesting, though, when you do go back to read something that people had pushed and you don't like it. And I'm trying to figure out lot. why. It's going to happen a lot tonight. I'll tell you that. Uh, these were picked by the whole Get Fresh crew. Beep, beep boop. boop. And, you know, some of these might be a, you know, when you have a bracket and you're picking, sometimes the, the best or most popular thing may not always win because you kind of have weird things in each round. And then when it gets to it, you might end up having people just vote that, oh, I don't like either of these, you know, as you whittle these things down. Uh, but some of these just, they're not great. They They really aren't. And it's kind of, it's not depressing me, but this week, which I thought, and we said this the last time, this week I thought was the strong week. I thought this was the kick-ass week, and it's not. And it's not a slog. This is better than the regular books that we were reading (laughs) anyway. But it's just, I ended up again this week reading these and thinking to myself, well, it looks like we're going to have to manufacture this fun here. Sometimes, you know, it lends itself to that. And I'm like, oh, me and Eric are going to have so much fun talking about this. And really, I really want to like some stuff uh, that I've never read and things. But, you know, the first book, this JLA, it's Grant Morrison. So I was already wary of it. And you told me (laughs) this was also- that's what I'm then. saying. And this is where when I said, you know, some things you read, some things I have and, and whatnot. And this is one that you had read and bailed. And I'm starting to see why. And we always say we give everything three issues. That that seems to be the fair drawl of something. It's it's a half an yeah. arc, even so, or even more in some it's a cases. a random number we've assigned to things yeah. for some reason. And, and it just beca- well, I, I think that what you get, and I think that the three issues, where I see a lot of people saying that as well, either they're going with your deal, whoever follows you, I don't, you know, I'm not going to trust them. But <laughs> the idea that My you have- shadow doesn't even follow you me. You can't really drop things on the first issue that's going to be set up the second issue kind of the third issue though that's when you should be in the meat so at this point we're in the second issue of these things i can't say i drop anything but 
This one's on Look, the block. I'm telling you, last episode when we're doing our what we call our Batman episodes, where we deal with Batman, Green Lantern, The Flash, and uh, something else I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But we're in the second issues of all the stuff we're dealing with right now. And last week's podcast, we Why thought- Why can't I remember either? It's crazy, well, right? What is it? But, uh, what is it? <laughs> and we have this thing where we thought, oh my God, these second issues are so strong that we can't wait to read the next one. This one, I'm like, these second issues are not doing what last week's episode was doing for us. It is flat. Oh, Teen Titans, you forgot. Teen Titans, New- yeah. The Judas, contract. Judas contract. That's right. That's one of your favorite ones. So yeah, that that is on there. I, I'm I'm with you. We were so excited when we got done the last episode that we wanted to just jump in and read I those want that right away. Two all over me right we now. We even discussed it again that we were saying like, yeah, I'm not going to read that now. I'm lazy, but also I forget things, and then yeah. we got other things to do. Uh, by the end of this episode, I, I like like really liked one book, and I kind of like another. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. But maybe. the first one is water. First one is JLA number two, written by Grant Morrison with art by Howard Porter, John Dell, Pat Garrity, Heroic Age, and Ken Lopez. The Hyper Clan have raised three giant headquarters to help solidify their total control over the world, while their telepathic signal continues to make everyone on Earth believe that they are their saviors. Thankfully, though, the JLA is on the case and plan on bringing this Hyper Clan and their three headquarters down. But it seems that these foes are too much for our heroes as they are prepared to take them on every step of the way, including Protex having some kryptonite to bring our Man of Steel down. Yes, indeed. And you start off with these big fortresses, uh, you know, kind of just popping out of nowhere. That, as we the saw funny, in the last issue where they're yeah. uncovering and building the, you know, the one, the Antarctica. And this one's weird, though, because these kind of come to be, and the it's one too, in the Pacific like, is very odd. Like, okay, we're reporting here. There's I nothing saw a to report. somewhere. Yeah, I saw some scaffolding. Uh, it really <laughs> seemed at the end of last issue for our cliffhanger that they were unearthing a hidden fortress that they already had here from some, you know, millennia ago, whatever it is. Here it seems like we might be building them at super speed and i'm not really sure what we're supposed to get from this whole situation and did i miss something because when you start off i miss a lot uh at the train and the bus usually when you end up having these reporters and like hey everybody out on the field check in with us what's going on in the gobi desert is, is this guy just standing in the Gobi Desert waiting? Did somebody tr- like? Yes. Did they say? Yes, he that's is. what I'm. Did they say? Hey, everybody! Hey, everybody something's gonna happen in points. the Gobi Desert. We got something going on at some point. You better be there. It'll be square. This guy in the Gobi Desert, the lady there, Lisa Haymore. I'm right in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. This is where the Nothing guy thought Man was taking place. He's been there for a while, waiting really, for it to start. The Gobi Desert. And look at him. He he might be. Uh, and when this goes on, I just want to two things that bother me that. You end up having these things just appear, right? They appear. Everybody's down with it. But you can say, listen, that's because of the mind control. But the mind control is pushed to hate the Justice League. But even so, my biggest problem with this two issues so far, and especially this issue, we're not seeing that on like a ground level deal well, with no, the people. No, it's just thrown in your face. Yeah, that's idea. the oh, thing we that got, bothers we got this me. this hyperclan. They show up. They did some stuff that we didn't really get to see. We heard about. Now they got three headquarters and they're telling us how they don't like the JLA to our face. I'm like, yeah, but they're just kind of thrown at us and they weren't really developed in any solidly kind of way. You know what I'm saying? I can't even talk at this whole junction, but they do not feel like they were developed. Like, okay, we have characters that were based on, you know, regular, the superheroes that we're dealing with right now, like the super, like the Justice League or any other, because you have like a Flash character go up against a Flash character and say, oh, so on. But 
they're just there, and it seems like, all right, this guy's called Zoom, and he's fast. Let's go from there. And, and when you get this, you're, you're looking at them, and yes, again, there's a mind control. They're trying to figure it out. The Just League's trying to figure it out. But and that's it, the thing is, everybody's mind control. They keep talking about it, but I don't understand, like I said at the end of last issue, I don't understand why the JLA isn't. Yeah, and, and they're not. And the other thing is, I don't like the idea that they keep saying the the mind control is to hate the Justice League, not love the Hyperclan. First off, you come to Earth. I'm just, this is for people if this is transmitting out in the space. When you come, don't put clan in your name. That kind uh-huh. of throws some people off. And I think that the whole idea, I wish it was that people were bowing down to the Hyperclan, which you're kind of getting that idea anyway. But the idea of the hate, but we're not seeing that either. I, I'm not seeing people throwing beer cans no, at Batman or it's, protesting. It's just the people doing their own thing. Like we got some news reports at the beginning of this one, and for the most part, it's just a JLA. All right, we got to split up into groups of three and take them down. We're not dealing with the people the rest of the whole issue. And in usually in this thing, I mean, you could really be well served to have, say, a John Johns. I don't know if you realize this. Shape shifter eric have him in joe's local bar pretending he's some dock worker right and that, while that's going that's on I, I know you do you, you don't pretend you end up i'm a where, shapeshifter and, just put on a fake mustache yeah, shut up, dude. then there is a tv on and like the justice league responds to this and and john john's is like looking in even can read people's minds and stuff like that where they're like we don't like that justice league and we like the hyper clan and and figuring it out but at least showing you that one scene where you do get that these things are going what just happened there it sounded like the iron giant attacked you you end up with these things going on that i really wish that you saw more of a ground level the people of earth since you are basing pretty much your entire story on the idea that these aliens are coming to dupe the humans and they reveal all of their big plans in this issue as they pretty much go and try to recruit John because he's an outsider and then try to take apart the Justice League one by one, which I do like because they kind of realize, well, the Justice League, every time something like this happens, they will separate and we can defeat them separately. They have these three bases. And then you go to the Justice League, you end up going to them in Rhode Island. Hey, what should we do? I think we should separate. They do it all the time. Even the idea where we had Batman show up at the end of the last issue and talk about the idea, we're going to war. We got to hit these things hard. But then like we get into this issue, it's like, all right, John, you're the leader. Tell us what to do now. I'm like, well, what are, you, what are you doing, Batman, besides for declaring war and that these Batman people are bad? Batman is a smart man, Eric. When this goes down the to- the toilet, he doesn't want to be blamed. He lets somebody <laughs> else come up with that plan. And then he comes in to swoop in to save the day. But you end up having it where, again, they get separated. You have Kyle Rayner. He seems a little horned up. He wants to be with Wonder Woman. He's not going to be. And, well, and yeah. the thing about Kyle Rayner in this, in my mind of just plopping into this you know, series, it seems as if Kyle Rayner is kind of the cousin cousin Oliver. He is the new, brash, young, you know, making the jokes guy that Flash usually is because Flash is kind of older. Nobody really likes Kyle that much. He's kind of there. Especially because, Batman. Yeah, and he, he does not trust no, any Green Lanterns. And Kyle is just there because there has to be a lantern there. But, it, you know, it's not one of those, like, he's a government guy. Like, he, they don't trust him as much, but he hasn't earned his wings yeah, yet. But they're going. But just the idea that he's the one who's jokey and then they just – at one 
one point they just tell him, you know, try to take this seriously, Green Lantern. Look, don't worry, guys. When you bring Plastic Man on the group, I won't be the jokey one anymore. Just listen to this. This is the thing. Hey, everybody, we're going to separate. Hey, what about me? This is Kyle. What about me? Shouldn't I go with her? That's all he yes. says. That's all he says. And he gets yelled at, it's trash talking said. by John. Try to take this seriously, Greenland. I'm like, I didn't really get that this was a big joke. I, I look, don't know. Look, the thing is, John, he doesn't like to read your mind without permission, stuff like that. But he can gleam a little things. And he knew it was on Kyle's mind right there. So he said, you know what? We got, we got to save the world right now. Stop thinking with your dick. Yeah, it's like, think of what's above there. Like your ring, not, not below the belt there, pal. And they go off. And the thing that's a shame is that while this is going on, Flash, he's reading Runner's World magazine. He's got to put it down. I do it's like- time to kill. I, I do like or don't like the idea that there are a bunch of magazines laying around, and I kind of get that idea that they're trying to push that speed reading nonsense that we kind of like sometimes but don't. But some of these magazines, he's reading Mutant Love Magazine. I don't get that. I don't get it. But you go off when you, I gotta get it. when you separate. I do like the thing. And it's one of the things that if if you don't know listening, it is one of my favorite things where you get the big announcement of the characters on the page and you have Wonder Woman, big Wonder Woman. And it looks great. It really does. And that's one thing about this issue. The art is really, oh, really Howard good. Howard Porter back in the day I thought was amazing. It's just as more current he stuff I'm not a style. fan of. He had to change yeah, his style. I know. He, he got injured. So he ended up changing his style. This is more of a clean style than what he does now. And I really do like the style. And seeing the style, uh, it's a shame that it's not the same. I still like the art in a different way. I like his current art because it's kind of different. But you go into this, and I know that I'm not really into the story with the idea that I really don't care or know much about the team. What I end up knowing or caring about is, yeah, the hyperclan, when when they end up just on the page. Then all of a sudden, they're there. All right, let's go. The thing is, I know that we're going to split up in the groups right now. Like, Wally West is going to go with Kyle Rayner. Batman and Superman are going to go together. And Wonder Woman's going to go do this while Martian Manhunter goes and screws off and figures out something else to do. But, like, when we have our heroes pitted up against somebody... from the hyper clan when they're at the bases, we have like the characters Amortal, Armek, Fluxus, Primade, yeah. Protec, Putronics, Centurion, and Zoom. I'm like, uh, they said Zoom when it flashed and him were going yeah. out. Besides that, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. What? And, and even that, like, there you so go. That's why it's not Zoom. Yeah. You, you say that, and it's true. That's why when you're sitting here reading it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I heard about this Protex story. I'm sorry, uh, we might as well just have Wildstorm characters going up against them, it seems like, right yeah, now. Really? It, it, they even feel like it. And and you yeah. end up having Wonder Woman go to this Pacific thing that rose out of the ocean. She's going to go see what's going down, and they're going And there. this is the highlight of it the is. book, in my opinion, where we get Aquaman show up to say, what are you doing here? The sea is my territory. I don't need help. Hey, stop being a dick, Aquaman. Yeah, and Aquaman comes in with with a whale that you know is a shape shifting deal. Of a tail. Yeah, and and even with that, you have the idea where he's like, "Wonder Woman, what are you doing? Like, this is my work. Here's this you know big giant rig that just uh, you know came out of nowhere." And I want Wonder Woman to say, "Then what are you doing? I, I mean, you're not doing anything, but it is good." And this reminded me a bit of the. Uh, Scott Snyder, when he came on the Justice League and people started complaining, even like with metal and all that going on. 
uh, and say, oh, Aquaman's not on the team. So when you did start out this story and they said, hey, where's Aquaman? He doesn't want any parts of us. For him to show up in the second issue to pretty much explain, I told you, jerks, I don't want any parts of you. I don't have a hand. I got a hook. I'm hanging out under the sea. Everything's fine. You know, skedaddle. I, I like that. I like that you see that. But again, the battle itself is kind of yeah. I know something about you, Aquaman. You used to want to bang dolphins. Yeah, we'll get, really. to, that later, we'll get folks. to that later. We will. Well, it's better than you know the penguin wanting to actual bang real penguins. That, there, Tom. That, King. I don't care what Tom, Tom King says King. on Twitter. It's but, not, but that didn't happen. The battles themselves are not much, and when you have the battles going on, you end up having the hyper clan. You know, basically spell out, hey, thanks a lot. We're going to take you down and just take over humanity. So we know as a reader, we know that that's what's going to go. And to me, though, the the only intriguing thing of this whole issue is that Protex went to John and said, hey, there, Martian, come over here. You're not really fitting in with these guys. They don't they don't trust you. You're a man of no world at this point. Your adopted home doesn't accept you. You can't even show them what you really look like. Why don't you come over here into the winning side? Yeah, look at us. We have Skeletor for crying out loud. Nobody's yelling about him. I mean, that guy's (laughs) uglier than you. You end up coming here. You are in the top five most doable of the team right away. You're not the worst. So he's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, But yeah, you don't know what's going on. And he kind of disappears. At one point, I thought he was coming back. I actually thought when Protex shows up, I thought it was John at first, but it is not. But yeah, you have these things. And usually what happens with a story like this, when you separate the teams and you even separate the hyper clan to go off and fight these, it brings more of a focus on the individual characters and makes me want to know more about them. The hyper clan to me is just a generic alien threat that I don't really care about. I don't really care. I just want them to be defeated. And we're not doing enough with the JLA to see where their mindset is with reforming the team at this point to take on this threat. And not seeing humanity's response. I mean, and at this point now, there's big battles between the Justice League and the Hyper like, Clan. What are the character like develop like the character moments slash development that we're dealing with for this first arc? I'm like, I'm just not existing. Like, do you think because we have these characters that are the greatest superheroes of all time that you don't have to do any work with where their mindset is now because they just come off boring now because they're just fighting generic characters you don't care yeah, about? And this, this to me, like I said, this is the biggest disappointment of this week's of the books uh, because then you have Green Lantern and Flash. That's pretty cool. They go to the desert they hey where's john because that's where john was going with them and he separated off to go talk to protex it seems like a meeting that was set up and you're wondering and you can only think that it is john you know playing the game he's going to pretend that this is the fact he's not they'll end up probably finding out at one point thinking he was bad he'll reveal you know how it goes and so when they're there i've read stories when they're in the gobi (laughs) desert they're waiting and i do like it like where's john and you do have it even the beginning where flash like took you a while there lantern well, that's it only the best took part about little. this whole idea because it like, but going in, you don't know that at this point in time, Wally West and uh, Kyle Rayner, they don't like each other. They're just kind of work together, but they do not like each other as friends at this moment. Even before that, you do have Wonder Woman fighting. She gets taken out. She gets a, a combo water electricity zap where Aquaman says, leave me alone. I'm out of here. But then kind of decides we'd better figure out some things uh, in the long run. But it seems like, you know, Begrudgingly. Be, yeah, yeah. And he gets knocked out too. So he ends up, I think it's going to be one of those where the hyper clan has him and like all right we got him and he, i'm not part of this i i wasn't supposed to be here today and, and that all worked 
works out, but then, you know, and it's, it's a classic thing, too, where we have these aliens like, look, I don't care what's going on with your man's world, your surface world. Look, we've got these aliens coming down, taking over. You don't think they're going to come for the oceans next? Not my problem right now. Always, always with Aquaman. These are my, I also, <laughs> these are my oceans, Diana. What are you doing? Whew, that's pretty pretentious of you. Your oceans, and you get that going on. But yeah, now he's attacked. So it, it, they should have just left Aquaman alone. They probably wouldn't have to deal with them. In the Gobi Desert, you have people that are frozen around this big globe, this big thing. It's a dome. It looks like the terror dome has, has come to town. And are they frozen? No, I think they're worshiping. But again, I'm like, I don't know which is which. What is it? And obviously, it, it has to do with this mind control. But why aren't Wally and Kai? We, we don't get the exactly. rules. And that's where Batman's really trying to figure out this whole mind control thing. I think that's the thing is I have to imagine the whole deal is that we did something on the satellite before where Batman was blocking them off or John's blocking them off with his telepathy or whatever it is, but it's never really spelled out. You know, I just, like, you know, I'm assuming at this point because it's the only thing that I think that can make sense. Yeah. Well, Zoom shows up and I do like the entrance of Zoom in the Gobi Desert because you see the dirt kicking up. It, it looks exactly if the Dust flash devil. was going and you end up Kyle, hey, there's Johnny came here and, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself right away, like, Johnny running? Well, what are you talking? And then they say that, like, wait a second. John would fly. John would fly. Oh, no. Then you have Zoom, Umlaut, which means he's probably in a German death metal band on the side, comes in and they just Hopefully. have a big battle. But again, this is where you could have some of the people. The people and then are Armex there. shows up with this weird whip lasso thing to take out Kyle. People are just standing around like zombies. You don't even get the, take him down, those stinking flash, I hate him, you know, stuff like that. You don't get anything. And then you just go away. And then you go to Batman and Superman, which is cool. Again, looks awesome. They're flying in to get the other, and they just they get attacked. And I do like that Superman is taken completely by surprise. He he thinks that, you know, hey, I, I can sense there. And and you do get a little talk too about yeah, Superman, you don't yeah, or Batman, you don't trust them aliens, you don't trust people, do they? He doesn't trust anybody. He no. hates he hates he the, idea. the Tower of Babel and, happens. Yeah, there, folks. and this is the whole deal. With me and my wife, we actually had this argument this week where that you hate no, each other. Tanya says oh. that I don't trust anybody, but I tell her she trusts too many people right off the bat. There's got to be a middle. You have to learn. Struggle. And, and so you end up getting Superman with his wavy, sexy hair where he is there and he seems to trust everybody. That's his thing. But I love, you know, all these lines about how and especially Batman says, I'm human. I can die, you son of a bitch. And look at you. I'm with gods and freaking aliens. Get away from me. I have to look emo all the time. I'm dressed in black. I, I'm freaking the man in black. And you could go bright colors, target. What do you care? You're, you're a god. And, I'm not you know, bulletproof. Yeah, I can't do that stuff. It's a great line. And I, and I thought right away, too, the the, uh, the bat wing that he's actually in. The I thought, boy, Eric would love that. That That is a pretty cool toy right there. It was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, so you end up where I, he doesn't trust but that's his superpower he, he's a dick that, that really is batman's superpower if you come and think of it and he ends up saying okay superman's i i got primate she's i didn't realize uh, i had a superpower too you do that's why you're so super that's why you're america's sweetheart you're dick yeah you primate coming and he's like okay i got primate yeah. 200 miles oh and he gets hit and i'm like that's pretty cool that's pretty badass uh, and then skeletor arrives and, and starts cackling a mortal starts cackling. I love at the beginning, like, excuse me, a mortal. And that's the other thing. If they are 
having a mind control of worship. Why is TMZ allowed to ask the hard hidden questions? Hey, hey, mortal, do you have, want Jim? plastic surgery? You're a monstrosity. No, no comment. No comment is what he said. <laughs> where, where is that <laughs> Prince Adam? Uh, but yeah, they're going to battle again. They're going to fight. And it does look as if Batman has died. I don't think he did. But no. we find a big reveal here. I'm telling you, I'm more concerned about Superman dying just because he has this piece of kryptonite exposed to him right in his face by protest. But, you know, a mortal going and blowing up the Batwing with Batman. And I'm like, yeah, that looks bad, but I trust that Batman's going to be yeah, okay. I trust that. But yeah, you end up having uh, protest where even as this goes, the setup from Grant Morrison here seems to be like as they're fighting, there's mentioned, man, we had less problems with those Daxamites down at the Kryptonian bar. You know, that, that sort of crazy thing that, okay, well, they're, They've been they're involved and been around. They, they know Krypton. They were there before. So when they do end up having Kryptonite, when protest is like, you don't understand what we are. It's actually that's intriguing. That's and he says, you know, you have more problems than you know Batman and every. And that's one of the things because we haven't been getting much this entire first two issues. So I'm hoping there is something of a surprise to this first arc to the JLA where I'm like, it really comes out of nowhere and it makes everything come I together. Hope so like, too. Oh man, that's great because I'm telling you, as a kid, I did not stick on this whole series very long. I remember being so excited for when JLA number one came out. The the cover looked amazing. I had to get it right away, but I do not recall what happens in this arc. So I don't think I hung on very long yeah, at all. Batman Batman and Superman are in that Arctic deal, and you end up having Protex dragging Superman by the cape through the snow, uh, through what appears to be just columns of people that have gone to the <laughs> How'd they get there? I mean, there's all these yeah. people there. Lena, I understand that. Sled dog? I understand you could be, it's the Iditarod is taking a stop. I understand that you are saying that they're mind controlled. I could be mind controlled. My ass ain't going to Antarctica. If I have to pick of all those, I guess I'm going Pacific. I, and even then, how the hell am I going to get there? Uh, but yeah, they're all lined up, probably all in shorts and hoodies and things. They're going to die. Uh, and then they're like, hey, oh, all right, this is great. We got Superman. Where's Batman? Oh no! And his ship just seems to crash. He's been taken seems care to of. Crash right there. All right, let's go. It's there. But yeah, everybody seems to be in my mind not mind controlled to hate the Just League. They are almost frozen. Like you ended up having Wally and Kyle kind of wonder. And uh, well, I don't thing. know if, if they get to the headquarters, the individual ones where it seems like the mind control is coming from at this point now that they're exposed. I don't know if you just get there and like, and you just shut down. I'm like, okay, I'm here. This is all what I need to this do. This is like, it is the Burning Man. Like, you get the tickets, you go there, and your mind shuts down. I've seen these assholes at the Burning Man. They, they, there's no <laughs> rules, Eric. It's damn freaking the, the purge there. I don't know. It's a road warrior times. Me, if, if you really want to know what I think the Burning Man is, you really, I think of of it just a bunch of people dancing around naked around a big scarecrow that's on fire that's all i think it is i have no idea what the burning man is and <laughs> i i get it mixed up you know what i'm telling you the thing is i like to think oh naive jim he does not know what goes on in the world but i'll tell you this is essentially what i yeah, think too that's all it is and they're dancing and the next thing it rains I don't know what's going on there, and and maybe the maybe the Beastie Boys show up <laughs> again. I Why? I get it real confused with Lollapalooza. I really do. They they start to swirl around. Look, all I know is that everybody's dirty, and I think they smell yeah, bad. I think that too. And usually, when I see the again TMZ reports from a Burning Man, it's usually some famous person's son or daughter that see, are TMZ. on drugs. 
or just some other famous person. You get like, look at one of the Obama kids dancing around the scarecrow. I'm like, I don't know what's going the on scarecrow. there. You, it's a burning scarecrow. It's not a man, Eric. It's not a man. I, I saw pictures of you that time you went to the shore. You were the burning man, Eric. I saw that. I I'm dancing around you. I'm very fair skinned. around you. Yes, a skin like 2% milk. But yeah, you end it's true. this. It's gross. I, I didn't really enjoy it. It's a quick read Not at least. Guy. But yeah, yeah. I, I can tell that I don't uh, you know because if, if you ask me what the team is already on the Hyper Clan, I, I'm not going to say I'm a I smart wrote it down man just because I didn't want to be a yeah, jerk. I'm not a smart man. But but you got uh, Primate. I know you got Skeletor. You got Protex. Then you got guy who kind of Guardian guy. I tell you, I assume I know. So actually, I do know a couple of their names. But also one of their other members that you're not aware of. John John's Eric. Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh, no. I think Science. that he's doing that. It's uh, so yeah. It's weird. By the end of this, I'm, I'm at about a six. A lot of that is art. I think the art is really good, but the story itself, it, it's just not developing quick enough for me. And you're already leaving some major rules behind to just make it be a fight scene throughout. And that that's to me, not a story makes Eric, as they say down at the five and dime. Uh, what would you give it? I'm at a 6.3 out of 10 because of how much I really love the art. The idea of seeing our Justice League of America actually go and fight them. Like, you know, people that like that at least gave me something to be excited about during this whole situation. But like, I'm just left wondering, like nothing's going on to make me care about anybody here besides for the heroes I know. And if I like, I want to get more out of them, I'm going to go read their individual books because the JLA book right now isn't doing anything with them to make me care. Like, okay, I got to read that JLA book because you're going to show me this with Wonder Woman or show me this with Green Lantern. I'm like, they're just out there just going against the hyper clan and that that's it. There's nothing much ones. more to it. Yeah, I agree, Greta. When you do have this, you, you brought up a good point, especially young Eric Shea, where young Eric Shea would be drawn to a team book like this because sure you're getting more bang for your buck. And when you're reading this and it's pushing you to the individual books, you're a cheap ass. So that must be bad. No, I was a kid. I didn't have any money. <laughs> I'm a cheap ass. A job. Yeah, when you end up reading a team book, this is the thing. You're supposed to read the team books and want to go off to the other books because you're inspired to read more about these characters, not say, I'm getting shit here. I'm going over there. Uh, Either way, though, I guess DC wins. You're going to buy more books from that. But it's like we say with these stories, especially these classic ones, when we go back, you want to end a series to, and especially the spotlight. We ended up doing on the Patreon, the uh, Ostrander Suicide Squad. We did issue 10. And at the end of that, we wanted to read all of them up to that sure and did. then after that. That's what a great story and does. Yes, and more. That's what a great story does. Uh, and this isn't doing it for me. Uh, the next story isn't that sort of thing, though, because it's an Elseworlds story. What is it, Eric? And it's self-contained, and it's very short for the most part. Well, we only have three issues for this whole thing, don't yeah, we, for how many uh, parts there yep. is? But they are they're long. But the thing is... It, I don't have the same ideas behind an ongoing series that I do with this because I know it's a self-contained story and it will end. The only thing you could get from this is when you're done, it might open your eyes to more Elseworld stories or just the particular writer or, or artist. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm done with Elseworlds because I don't care about what, what Superman's do. doing in something yes, somewhere else. That's what you do. But what is it? Superman Red Sun number two written by Mark Miller with art by Dave Johnson, Killian Pluckett. 
Plunkett, Andrew Robinson, Alden Wong, Paul Mounts, and Ken Lopez. It's 20 years later, and the communism has pretty much taken over the world. The, the communism. communism has. You know, guys, the communism, the communism. pretty much taken over it the world has. under Superman's leadership. But the U.S. is still holding out hope with capitalism, with the capitalism, as well as Lex Luthor finding a you way to bring Russia's metal tomorrow coffee. down. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Which he may actually have now that he's been given information about a secret alien spaceship that crashed in New Mexico years ago and holds the power of the Green Lantern's light. Who knows how long Superman has, though, even beyond this threat, because in Russia, the Man of Steel loses his greatest supporter in the form of Wonder Woman after he goes up against the terrorist Batman, and it seems that the people want to uh, – who have – the people want – have been inspired <laughs> – by the Batman sacrifice <laughs> as well. You know, the terrorist Batman, and it seems that the people uh, want have been. Oh my goodness gracious. Who's oh, reading? Goodness oh, gracious. I, 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 I can't wait to get to my, my thing. Uh, yeah, with this. The communisms. The, the communisms. Uh, my, my issue, you, you hard, say folks. there that. Hey, it's, you know, pretty short. You go, ah, it took me a while and I need you. And I think that once we start talking about it, you even Again, told me, well, you told me as well that it's one of those where when you're, and you alluded to it, I think, or it was yeah. when we were talking when, before, but the, yeah, the idea of reading something to get done in time uh, kind yeah, of yeah. does end up skewing some clock. things. It takes yes, away some of the yes. enjoyment. And uh, I think that might've been because there are some things. Now, some of the things that happen in this, you're going to get, Little neat calls, Doctor Savannah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're seeing that. Some that's the thing. They're little neat calls. They don't. No, do they don't do for anything. Story for Some me. of the actual oh, look, time Oliver things. Queen works for the Daily Planet. Oh my, how cool! Yeah, that's fine. Seeing that know. the little villains, you know, little villains, <laughs> but you know, Bizarro uh, from last Parasite. issue, Parasite here, Mattel. That being the U.S.'s attempt to take down. That's neat. I like that. But some of the real world stuff. Actually threw me off a little, like oh Kennedy and and like Lois Lane no, taking Kennedy, over the Daily Planet, Kennedy oh, and Kennedy things, and there. the okay. idea of this. Nixon was assassinated. That's the Jim. thing. It's the little, it's the slight differences, Eric. You dig it the most. You end up having that originally <laughs> in the '60s. Nixon beat out. You know, Kennedy, and so you end up then later, Kennedy later being on, at the Kennedy time. One, yeah. And I think that they only and did that now. because he's like, I really want Kennedy to be the guy. I want Nixon to get assassinated. But that sort of thing, it didn't throw me off, but I'm like, okay, you know, I like an alternate history. I like when things yeah. are th- But I like going. it to, like, you know, make yeah, sense and, and, and see I how like, the world has really problem. changed because that's of it. That's my issue, is I like it when you see like, what causes We have a situation things. where we have Nixon, who became president earlier, was assassinated, we have Kennedy, who is now the current president, and not favorable by the public at this point in time, in the 70s, but we have this entire world that's been changed due to Superman and none of these other aspects. Yeah, and now, even that, the Kennedy, who didn't get elected in the early 60s, so he wasn't assassinated, but now is married to Marilyn Monroe as they go. I'm like, I, I really don't need all that stuff because that's not our You didn't our need focus. to know that Kennedy was the first president to get divorced no, and remarried we, in we office? see that. I'm telling you, Marilyn hit a brick wall. She she looks terrible. She looks awful. Also, she's been diddling around with the Russians, according to Lois. But yeah, even <sighs> that, I actually thought with Lois, I, I thought that Lex had pretty much said, you know, lose my number. Now we see that it's 
goes, hey. He did. She's a hanger well, on, she, though. She, she doesn't take no for an answer. And I do like the part where, uh, hey, Lois, you know how she it is. She believes in love. You're never going to leave me. Yep. I'm a one-woman man, I am. And you see Superman. one-woman man? Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> one A one-man woman? woman? Uh, but yeah, so with this issue, though, we're going ahead. You do have a Batman, so that's in there. That's the you know coolest part of this. You do start yeah, yeah. out where I thought... Okay, Mark Miller is playing this game where you think something's going to be big. You think something's going to be the major gist of an issue, and then Superman takes care of it. And it's the Brainiac deal at the beginning, where you have this setup that Lex has been working with Brainiac. Brainiac's an idiot. You end up having Lex say, go get Moscow. He gets Stalingrad. And well, and then you end up having Superman come and then pretty much go and just destroy Brainiac. Goes and d- it crashes. just seems weird for this whole situation, though, that Superman is allowing this to go on because it comes apparent with the super hearing where he Superman is coming to Lex Luthor to ask where Brainiac is because Stalingrad has been shrunken down and turned into a bottled city. Yeah, but you know, Luther is yelling. You were supposed to go and shrink Moscow, Brainiac, you stupid idiot. You done you done shrunk Stalingrad, and then comes in right there on Lex's desk is the shrunk down bottle city of Stalingrad. I'm like, why are we not putting this together? And Superman, I know you don't want to create world war. The only people in the world right now that aren't communism, uh, the, the communists the are the US and Chile. And I'm like, I don't think it's a big deal at this point. Yeah, you might not want to go to war, but but there's this is the last resistance at this point. And this guy just went and shrunk one of your cities down. Obviously, he's in league with this whole alien thing that you're going to go take down. And even the idea that later on we are alluded to, which will become further in the story, where he takes Brainiac and converts him into a, like a robot that he's trying to you know use to like resize up Stalingrad. But he has this technology. But I don't know why Red Sun Superman allows this to go on, especially in the utopia that he's built where he's willing. If somebody goes against him, he's going to lobotomize him and turn him into a Superman robot. Yeah, and, and you get that. And I did see at one point I heard that Superman was thinking of a plan to take them down. And he, they said, what's going to happen? He says, chilly today. Hot tamale, Eric. But as they go, I just sat there waiting. To tell, I just waited for that while you were talking. Uh, you do have this. I just love it. Like, I just laid all this out. That's what he took yeah, from it. That's what he hot got. Tamale. Hot tamale. Yeah. Speaking of hot tamale, you have Lana, who is in charge of the whole Superman museum, which is pretty cool, though. Don't stay in an exhibit too long. I don't know why they don't want people to really, you know, soak Only it in. Only 90 seconds to each exhibit, mm. comrade. And, and so when you're doing that. Keep in step with the others, tourist or face a rigorous psychological examination i'm like I don't think yeah, I want they're that. Like, the psychological examination is I kind of like the way Parasite looked. I'm, I'm looking at the exhibit. It's like a diorama. Oh, red Sun Crypto. I'm a big diorama have a long fan. Comrade. Yeah, so when this is going on, though, and you see, that's the first illusion of the deal of, not illusion, but seeing actually the robot deal that he's lobotomizing people and they have a Superman robot chip on the side of their head. Uh, and with that, you do get this thing here where Superman is going the over the line. He, sure is. But he doesn't play out that way in this issue, though I do like, and I wish that it was more into this issue. I wish Mark Miller went full out the idea that Superman does say, I'm sick of talking to these humans. I, I don't like people. Well, I he like does to say talk. That. No, I'm saying he says that. I wish we got more of that because the idea of things going on behind his back, he has super hearing, like you said. Right there with you, Superman. Yeah, like you said, so am I. But like you, you, he can hear things. He can hear all the. So he ends up at one point almost like, I didn't know, you know, all this was gone, but you're Superman. And the idea that you're still playing a off as this really good guy 
who is lobotomizing people. And you end up seemingly having Lana here is going to be the, the moral compass for him where she is a childhood friend. And now is you know, the Superman museum, when she realizes then where she goes to Peter and he's, you know, he's all yeah, Peter there who has the, at the end, he's, you know, lobotomized and she gets all, Oh my God, we have a Is he lobotomized or did he just become a better person? Well, Jim? he might've been, but that because of the lobotomy. <laughs> but so she realizes, Oh no, Superman has gone over the line. Uh, and lobotomy, lobotomy. is your favorite lobotomized guy, the guy doing, and the sweeping at the bar because I, I like him. He's there. He's just doing his job. He's sweeping. He's all happy. Tell you, this is just what we're doing in you know Teen Titans right now. Damien magically altering everybody's minds. All right, Mammoth, you go work at the carnival now. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's all. <laughs> that, that's what I thought of too. But even then, you do have where it almost gets to the point where you had that Brian Michael Bendis thing that we give him credit for it being really cool. The Silent Mafia, where you can't yeah. say trigger words. This one dude, he just walks in the way, he's just talking, he's yapping, he's going to you know get what? it. I don't like all that things that Superman's doing right now. You shut your goddamn mouth. He can show you. He might, you know, Superman's a real jerk. I, I take down that Superman. You know Superman. And you do have Bruce come into that bar. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ixnay on the Uberman say. I mean, you can't do this. And then it gets, hey, by the way. Recruit this dude because he's in with the bartender. This is his big, you know, cover how he does things. And it is the Batman who is going around and starting to be a urban legend, the urban legend that is against the regime, a symbol, all that stuff. And I do think that that plays out really well where he is tricking and he's one step ahead of Superman. And the idea, even with the idea that we get the green lantern, you know, connection that we have at this, that Lex will use for the next issue. I'm like, Batman is obviously the big draw to this issue that you want to see that. And it's like, it's one of those things that makes you really sad because we do see the end of Batman. Right. As we see the beginning here, I'm like, well, he did something here. He he lit a bit of a fire that will grow in the hearts of people all over Russia, maybe all over the world. But right now he is done. Yeah, he's done. He's like the freedom fighters, Eric. He's done. And so you, you do have that and it plays out really well. And it plays out the idea where Batman, we saw that he ended up having his parents killed just like that. And Peter was there. He was the one who did it, which he then, has to kind of team up with against Superman because Superman's the biggest evil. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, Peter wants to take Superman down more than anybody else, it seems like, even more than Batman, and he is willing to go to the guy who is the biggest deterrent to how Russia is at this point in time and say, I need you to go and take down the Superman. Here's all the information. And then Batman has to look at this man and say, okay, because this is the greater good that I have to go use your information to go against the guy. The motherfucker, when you become, you when you go into power, I am coming for you harder than Superman because you killed my parents. Yeah, yeah. Hello, motherfucker. I just figured if you're going to curse Eric, I'm going full out. You end up too there. I love the idea I don't know you're talking that about. Mark Miller, Mark a day in my Miller life. as well, he, you could get caught up in the alt, you know, the the Elseworlds thing of this. And then all of a sudden Batman shows up. You only have three issues here. They are extended, but Batman shows up. There's the Russian Joker. Hey there, I'm the Russian Joker. You, you can't get lost. <laughs> you can't get lost in that crap. You know, you could legitimately have a Mr. Freeze who's a, a guy they sent to Siberia and ends up becoming Mr. Freeze. I'm telling you, that'd be cool as hell. Well, but you the can't get the weirdest part about everything is that we have the characterizations here of characters like Superman and Batman of this Elseworld who actually come off more accurate to the way they're presented in the Batman v Superman movie than they do in the actual comics of the regular yeah, universe. Yeah, and so with this, you have Batman who is a guy against injustice. The injustice is 
the regime, Superman, and including, and whether or not, you know, Peter wants to admit it or whatever, Superman was there and so was he, while Stalin was the biggest asshole to everybody, killing it. So Batman is there for everyone. Batman is there like, this all has to end. He's there for the workers. He, he might as well be Ronald Reagan. He wants to bring down that wall, is what he's saying, Eric. And, and so as he's going to do that. But in order to do so, he's got to take out that Wonder Woman and Superman yeah, to do and it. I like it. I like the idea where you're focusing of the biggest injustice. That's what Batman would go after. And it is Superman. And Superman, who is distancing himself from people. And this is where, like I said, I wish there was a little bit more. Superman says, I don't like talking to people that much anymore. But uh-huh, I wish it was uh-huh. more of you. like, hey, uh, you know, President Superman, we need you in this meeting. We're going to discuss what we're going to do to the rest of the capitalists and this. And it, no, 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 that's not my thing. And goes off to be with Diana then. You kind of get that, uh, you know, kind of. But I would have liked to have seen that to show that Superman, yes, he is bad because of these lobotomy things. But yeah, yeah. he's not really in touch. And he's almost like he could be so something with I like Stalin. Most about him because the idea is he does not come off like, you know, an evil figure because he doesn't see anything wrong with what he's doing. He's making a better world in his mind. So he doesn't come off as a megalomaniacal maniac where I'm going to show all of them ha, ha, like, you know, a, a mustache trolling kind of villain. He's just going about saving yeah, I people wish we and just doing what he thinks is the that best. There's some things going on that he wasn't aware of because he goes off. And the, the lobotomy things, and I think that what you're saying is true, uh, that he thinks what he's doing is the best. But the reason why he would think that is because he is distancing himself from people as well. So the whole bit of humanity and all that, it's not meaning as much to him as it did before. Plus, you even see he's getting sick of people. He thinks that people are taking advantage of him being there for everyone to end up just people, people aren't, aren't even wearing seatbelts anymore. I'm telling anymore. you, I didn't think that that would be ever. If you told me, listen, this week, one of the bigger lines, like a powerful line is that people aren't <laughs> wearing seatbelts. I'd be here. like, what the heck are you talking about? But it is. It, it's a good thing to show you he's getting tired of this. He thinks that people should. I'd be one should. of those people, but the car yells at me if I don't That's do it. It keeps right. beeping. It, does. it drives it me nuts. Beeping. I, I hate it. But yeah, Diana is his lady. He's the, and, but only as That's one the of the is. guys. One of your it's, favorite movies. Thing is, it's so funny. I love that movie. But uh, the idea that, you know, she's his lady. No, no. She is his close, confident kind of friend. And the thing is, she wants more. Oh, yeah, she does But Superman is so oblivious to humanity and what's going on around him, he doesn't even realize it the entire he time. He see for miles, but he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. He has x-ray vision. He's blind. And so you have that going on. And yeah, he's he's up there and he's flying in the clouds. Him That's and Diana. That's the worst part, the idea. Even if like, he got the idea at the end, like... Man, this this Wonder Woman, she digs me. Maybe I do want to pursue this. By the end, the whole thing, when she breaks the golden lasso to free herself from Batman's grasp, and it breaks her connection to the gods, and she ages immediately and becomes white-haired, kind of almost old crone. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't want any parts of She's you now. Like- Come here, Superman. S- Superman, uh, something I got, happened I got something to, me. to do here, uh, baby. Where, where, uh, what are you going to do? Forget about you is what I'm doing. I'm out of here. So, yeah, it, it is a shame. Look, look, I've got a room set up real nice for you. Just don't come out of that room. We'll, we'll deal with it. You just you stay in this nice room. She doesn't look as bad. She, you know, no, no, she looks actually she, pretty she good. She looks pretty I good. I say, like, almost old crone. She's got white hair and kind of looks a little bit more frail. At the first bit, she looks more like an old crone when she does sever the lasso then because her hair's all she's she needs product 
and when she gets that and she's in bed now i think that one of the things is she becomes a real lazy ass she doesn't leave bed that's the you know you don't need that even though she doesn't leave the bed eric maybe that's a plus but so you do it a lot these days she, no she ends up though i'm like <laughs> you live real old baby he's superman ain't going with no old crone he's not there Look, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't start leaving the bed more yeah, often jim screw that i didn't do any recording from the bed this week we're not done the week <laughs> that's progress we're not done the week officially oh. so maybe we will uh but yeah you have all this going on and you do have batman get word that peter peter it has gotten yeah i need to talk to batman he's he's talking among some circles i thought that what it was was i'm gonna get that batman but he does need to talk because you are gonna get enemies the one man who's eluded Superman this entire time. Yes, I need to talk to this and guy. And it's no, you know, it's no surprise. We saw that Peter was very upset about not becoming the czar before. He's not the president. And so in this, he's also, he is the one that I do like at a point until the end. He is the one that Superman does allow to, tr- he allows some trash talking. You end up yeah. having, you know, Superman bad mouth his father Stalin and you know and he gets mad he's like well you don't badmouth Stalin and Superman doesn't do anything though you know you kind of get a look and well, things like, like that Peter, yeah. you're going to get re-educated one of these yeah, days you're going to watch yourself be re-educated. but Batman goes to get him and I do like this Bat Cave though I, I wish that these the Bat Warehouse yeah, the Bat Warehouse where it's not necessarily trophies that he got because I don't think there's a big Tony's pizzeria burger place that's pretty much you know Bob's big boy in there but did he go off and fight I some capitalists you know in, in red sun batman's yeah. rogues gallery yeah, so he's there it's like boy that, that, Devil that's a sandwich. crazy crazy bro. and it's because those sandwiches and burgers they kill people with their cholesterol he's gonna stop that but i do like how you get you don't want to set up a meeting with batman it, it's not the normal okay i have to go in knock on the door wait in the office and then go in you end up having to be in a car that crashes through a bridge into a river where then you get pulled out through a canal and then you're there and i just want to know where did that guy go then because i assume there's just another door that that, this guy who brought peter there he's like all right i'm gonna let myself out now it just opens the screen door and goes out but batman's there and it's the art's great it's pretty kick-ass i I do love the idea that you are dealing with batman having to go with the guy who killed his parents and then does say when we're done here and you become the leader i'm gonna take you down next i'm I'm telling you this whole thing this whole progression that we have where now we have batman knowing everything he needs to know to take superman down all the stuff that russia and even the lex Luthor, everybody else has learned about superman in order to take him down he has given batman now do this on Superman Day. And the idea, though, that we know that Batman, after he takes out Superman and, you know, Pieter becomes, you know, the president of Russia, he's going to go after him 10 times harder, he says. But I just love this Batman that's taking on Superman at the end where he has Wonder Woman tied up. He has, you know, the red sun lamps coming down on Superman and just beating the crap out of him now that his powers are gone. And at the end, when he has swallowed the bomb, knowing that if things don't work out, I can just blow myself up and become a martyr for my cause. I'm not going to talk to you, Superman, about anything Pieter betrayed you. You want you want the worst thing to happen to the guy that killed your parents. I just love this whole thing, like because that's the best part of my whole of this whole issue. Just the idea that he goes on and talks about I'm not going to tell you anything about anything. Pieter betrayed you. <laughs> so good. Uh, and even before that, when he's talking to Pieter, he's there, and you have to show. I guess showing this crazy warehouse bat that's not going to stress the idea. 
he ain't no billionaire here, you know. No, no. So he has to have the empty fridge with his beer. He opens up the beer. fridge. He goes He's single, Jim. What do you what do you think these post-it notes are on the outside of the fridge? Like need eggs? I, I mean really. No, no. Take down Superman, <laughs> take down Pieter, Roswell. No, actually, it's uh, swallow bomb. Uh, and then uh, pick up the daily and, and worker. That's what yeah, really he ends up saying this. And you do have Dr. Savannah there and the throw in of I, I made the fireworks display. I'm like, boy, you you really took a, a, a bad turn in the Elseworlds. Look, deal, look, the thing is, here we have this this doctor that we, you know, used to belong <laughs> to the United States or all these other situations where we have a world renowned scientist. Now he's in charge of the firework display. He's just a, a laptop. I can't wait for Superman to see me make a firework out of his symbol he's gonna love it so shut up savannah everybody keeps kicking would you shut yeah, up savannah saying, stop it man nobody wants to hear about your your display but it's gonna be his chest symbol it's gonna be great Could like cured cancer man, and, and firework in display. some other universes boy you meant a lot more there pal what what is he a doctor of fireworks he ends up there he's gonna do this and they end up you know will, having the fireworks that, that sounds like you the greatest degree that? of all time yeah, it might be pretty cool i have a phd That's in fireworkery you end up where the fireworks are going super Superman's watching. Oh, let me let me look at the fireworks. I guess I have to. He looks out. It is the pretty much in this universe, the only bat signal you'll ever see. It's a big display of the bat symbol to be the signal of everybody. Hey, everybody. Batman's out there. He's fighting for the people do this. And then this is Batman saying, all right, you see that Superman? Come and get me. I got Wonder Woman. And he has, I would have liked to have seen how he got Wonder Woman. I, I don't know. Even the idea when Superman shows up and Wonder Woman is bound by her own lasso, it has, it has to tell Superman as he comes in, look, be careful because this guy, while he is mortal, he is faster and stronger than anybody I've seen. This is how he was able to take me down. I'm like, just having that, I thought, you know, that worked really yeah, well. I'd like to have seen it a little, but I guess you can just skirt that to get the Superman thing. But the big thing is as Superman comes, he sees that Batman has swallowed a bomb. I don't know how he's passing this. I, I guess Yes, I, I, he's not. I Jim. really thought that he would think that he was going to live through this meeting, but it, I don't think he would. There's no way he's passing well, that's that. That's the thing. thing. Is, no, no, that's the thing. Is like he, he prepares for everything. I mean, really. <laughs> I just like if he can pass this. <gasps> I am now going to go to this Elseworlds. I have found the ultimate mule. I'm setting up myself in Mexico. Batman is going to. He doesn't just take a baggie of cocaine. He takes the factory. He's I just like the idea that because he's able to pass this thing, you think. You go to a Batman and say, I want, you, I want to show right. some things in your bottle. Well, that's the other thing. Is, well, it's going to beat the crap out of you. He, first, he's my boyfriend. That's the thing. I'm really more interested in that, but why don't we make money Not along the way? after that. Oh, I'm telling you. Yes. I might get lost in his eyes and his buttocks, but you end up going and, yeah, Superman <laughs> is there and he, I like the lines, like, I'm not afraid of your gadgets, all this, but this is the thing. Superman would never have figured out that People in the Kremlin, they don't like him. He thinks everybody loves him. Even ask Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman in a lot of these stories, even, ah, in, even in Injustice, the Tom Taylor Injustice deal, Wonder Woman is always, always it's Superman's yes, yes man. man. She always is. She's always there to tell him everybody loves you. Oh, yeah, what? Uh, protest? <laughs> There's not. Now, in Injustice, and I wish you would have had it here to kind of give Superman that little bit still of being a good guy. I wish it was Wonder Woman who was lobotomizing people people and superman had no idea but you don't get that but you have superman i don't care about your gadgets you know i'm gonna take you down that's where superman hits the button and the button brings out the lamps and superman does not know and i like the idea he would not know 
anything about no. a red sun hurting him. What's this going to do? This is the first they thing. I don't even know about crypto and, at this and point. And boy, he's talking trash. He's like, oh, great. You know, a million years from now, this will be great. I'll get I'll get a sunburn. You, oh, no. And, and this it really goes well. That's the thing. Superman talking crap about, well, what's this going to do? And Batman being so quick just to go in there and punch him in the face before Superman even knows, what did you do? Oh, my God, I'm bleeding. Oh, no. This is the worst thing and ever. And what is the good setup of this is when Superman says, oh, sun lamps, wonderful. Let them burn for a few thousand years. I might get heat rash. That goes well in the Pieter's thing of saying to Batman, I don't want this guy. This guy will be around. We we don't even know if he's immortal. This oh, yeah. guy can be the ruler for 10 million Forever. years as long, you know, and we can't have that. And that goes well, or Superman thinks it too. He thinks that nothing can harm him. He's going to be around forever. He does still think he's doing the right thing, but now he figures out, oh no, you know, not only is I have a weakness, do you, you found. bleed. Oh my yeah. God, I do. It hurts yeah, so it hurts. bad. Why did you hit me in the face? And, and the only thing though is it goes too quick for him to get out of it. And I know that this is what the story has to be. You have yeah, to have yeah. martyred back, but you're there. He like, you know, red sun lamps. Oh no. Oh no. Hey, Wonder Dude, Woman, you just like have to, to break what yourself you want out. To happen here? Did you want Superman just to be stuck in this cage and this red lamp freaking old factory a for a few years? I think I wanted it for a little bit. And again, you want to say that this is some amalgam of real thing. This is KG Beast. And it's cool that it is a Russian Superman that he yeah. is going to lock up in a room just like he did to KG Beast. I thought that was a little, you know, a little thing there that was thrown in. But yeah, it doesn't last very long. At least he, he gave him some supplies down there. You see some canned well, yeah, Batman, even in Red Sun Universe, he ain't a the killer. The thing is, when they lock him in and he's got all these cans and he can't have any powers, he starts yelling, where's the can opener? That's the torture, Eric. He can't oh get in those. But yeah, he's yelled Superman, Diana, you hear me? You got to break out. I know it's going to be tough. You got to destroy the destroy generator. Destroy the generator. In my mind, Batman didn't think enough ahead about this generator deal. He has it, you know, there. But uh, well, she even breaks the idea through. Of everything he knew about Wonder Woman, like you know, what, what do they know per, like about these characters outside of you know, like a Superman stuff like that? Wonder Woman comes from Paradise Island. She is an Amazon, and the idea that she has this magical connection to the gods, this thing that can bind her. The you know, I don't think he actually thought it could be broken no, because I, I know think I didn't did. think that she'd be yeah, able to do that. I don't think he did either, but I, I would have liked to have the generator somewhere. You know, th- it could be somewhere off site or, or hidden. I don't know, but you, you end up. Oh, the cables. You have to do this anyway, where you do end up. Where you think it's wireless? What are you just? You're following the extension cords. You're yeah. going, and then it ends up in one of those outlets that up. have like seventeen things, and it's sparking, uh, and she ends up destroying it's not it. The code. But to do that, she did have to break her. Her, you know, her lasso in her bind. Her hair becomes all white, all frazzled. Her br- magical bracelets, they look like they're on fire when she gets done. It's like, something, something happened. Something inside of me felt like it turned off, Cal. Like, oh no. <laughs> You ain't, baby, you, you ain't pretty no more. Yeah, and that's the problem is I think that it's because the handy jays, they're not possible. Now she's got flaming bracers, but uh, where Batman is about to, uh, you know, kill himself, he knows he's going down. His plan didn't work. He's just going to blow himself because he doesn't want to be lobotomized <laughs> because you end up having Superman then basically say, you boy. are going to get brain surgery and a job at a Moscow bank. I'm sitting there thinking, lobotomize my ass. I'm already to Moscow. I need a job. But Batman's like, no way. 
I don't like counting money, but boom, he blows himself up as he says. By the way, you, you I don't get the said, job compared to a lobotomized yeah, guy. <laughs> really? I, I don't get you it. Did worse in the interview um, than this guy who's been lobotomized. Yeah, well, he's just going to say what they want to hear, right? You know, nothing. And so money. they end up, uh, I, like I don't money. steal money. You end up oh. where Batman just well, says. You're the best candidate we have uh, so yeah, far. He's like, all right, I'm going to blow myself up. By the way, Peter, he's the one. Boom. <laughs> and then blows him up, sells him out. It's the worst. It's the worst throwing under a bus. I've ever heard in my it's life. The best. And so what you get is, you know, Wonder Woman, she's old and ugly. Now Superman wants no parts. Pieter is in big, big trouble, but the US has found a weapon Green that might be able to technology. take care. And this was, you know, the whole Area 51 deal. You ended up having Avancer crash at that point. There was no Hal Jordan to get it. So it just ended up the government swooped in, grabbed it. And this is something that I wish, though, they did hide it off the books or whatever. But the minute that Superman was revealed in, you know, the, the Soviet Union, I think they would have put this into But you get it now. You have Lex going off to well, see Well, even it. that whole thing. Even though the alien ship crashed, they had like, we got this big lantern. We thought it was decorative. And then he had a ring. Like, that's the whole thing. The idea is like, turns out it might be a doorway to an unlimited power source that's be like, you know, as old as the universe. I'm like, yeah, that took them a long time to figure out. The idea, like, well, this alien ship crashed. Turns out he just had a lot of tchotchkes around yeah. and that was it. Oh, that guy loved his little, you know, ornaments. And you're <laughs> one of those like Area 51. I like to call them crackpots, where where you would think Water that when, when you ended up having a ship crashed, you, you mm-hmm. get in your mind that they are nonstop, 24-7 on the reg. They are doing it. Whatever that is, the ship, everything, were being looked at. Seems like they just locked them away. Like, ah, eh, tchotchkes over there. You know there. what's funny, too, to actually tie into this whole thing? One of the theories now about the the idea that what Here crashed we in Roswell, beyond what the government told us with the weather balloon and stuff like that, is that it was Stalin who created, you know, a a, a ship to come over here to create paranoia in the U.S. during the Cold War. That's cool, but you would think using that- you know children that were you know mo- like you know modified okay, so what you're saying physically is and stuff like you, that. The, but the U.S. government wasn't aware of that. I thought you were saying no, like the U.S. But then government they were but, aware okay. of it. Well, that you would think, and then like all right, you would we, think look, they didn't freaking say recall this whole thing. Yeah, well, well, that's, that's you don't want thing. to look like, like right. duped. <laughs> <laughs> look like jerks. Uh, well, but yeah. Because I'm telling you, the initial things, a flying saucer has crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. And like later on the next day, it's like, weather balloon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you have it that it was the Abinsur. You end up having him still there in a tube. They're, they're still st- – now people are studying shit. Uh, but they end up having <laughs> the ring, also the lantern. They show Lex. Lex is a smart guy. He's like basically – This is a weapon, this is a weapon. And I like the thing. We, we kind of think that it involved like something called a core. Maybe they were space cops, like all these things being thrown out there. Checking from his decorations, it seems like he might be one of these space police people yeah i would say that as this is going on uh i don't know that they would allow like a president to handle it i think they would it's radioactive whatever but they do hand it to lex he's like you're looking at a weapon and yeah that's the big deal at the end you see that lana sees that superman isn't a great guy and and he is now going to separate himself from humanity even more over there and yeah and uh, one he little thing his, he reprogrammed that brainiac robot he's got a fortress being built out there in siberia things are getting crazy you, you know what another thing i really like because they mentioned that in uh 1978 is where diana ends up deciding she's going to go to man's world and kind of do kind of goes with the tv show i forgot to mention that i thought oh, yeah. that that was a, a neat little call out there as well but yeah she sees that pieter who pretty much was running the kgb running the secret police all of that now he is just waiting he, she he 
gives tea to the old I'll Diana. The thing What's is, okay I will tell there, you right? this. I, I'll tell you this, though. The idea of the Superman lobotomy, the re-education, stuff like that. Because, you know, when you say stuff like lobotomy, I got to make this person not bad anymore or stop thinking the way he thinks. You expect, like, some kind of drooling thing going on. Like, these re-educated people with their mind all messed up, they come across just happier as all. The guy who's doing the sweeping in the bar did not – he seemed happy, but he seemed like a drooling idiot. There's Something went wrong with like, that yeah, surgery. Yeah, you have to have the side of your head shaved, have a giant freaking Superman yeah, piece true, of though. metal shoved in I your head. I wish that it was Peter like, what? Me no do that there tea time. Stalin with my daddy. <laughs> Stalin my daddy. But yeah, I love daddy. He's just there to reprogram. But you do end up having like that reprogram. Even damn. this whole thing. He's been reprogrammed. He has lobotomized essentially. We keep saying, but he has all the information to tell Lana. He's not missing a beat and right now. And that's the thing. If, if you end up shutting off his little computer there on the side of his head, would you think, does he die or does he's he dead. get? He's dead in my you, mind. You don't think that now <laughs> he has no, his own no coming back the brain this in my scrambler. Mind. It's just, it just doesn't go. And he's like, all right, I'm done with this tea. I don't know. Diana, she's sad. She's there. I wish she she should just get her ass back to Themyscira or something. She's there. That's the thing. It's like, huh, he told me to break my lasso. I don't think I like him anymore. We're not friends. It it made me laugh because in my mind, it was Mark Miller who he ends up having Superman who is dating a woman who's married. And he's like, listen, I I would marry you if you ever got divorced. The the woman actually then, okay, I'll get divorced. That's the breaking of the lasso. Now he wants no parts. The thrill is gone. It happens. He he didn't want her anyway until the end when he realizes, oh, well, when she was young, I should have taken advantage of that. But yeah, Superman is building his fortress of solitude. They end up having it. It's a pyramid. It's a fortress. And there you see. And then that's what ends the issue. And yeah, I like it a little more that we're talking about. It's very good with the Batman stuff. We kind of pushed aside a lot of the Lex stuff where you end up having stuff where him and Lois are still married and he's just so dedicated for all these years. And she is now the, you know, the chief editor in chief of the Daily Planet. And and just the idea that Lois seems to be one who she she has this little inkling that this wasn't the real world uh, when she sees Jimmy Olsen. I, I, I think I know him. Look, I don't need your games. I'm telling you, this whole thing, I don't need that. No, I don't need it either. And then I'm a, I'm a one-man, woman, woman-man. And then she's thinking of the Supermans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you, Lex. He's still playing his uh, his whole chest, chest, but he's up but the ante. now to be electrified. He's up the ante. It's the Simpsons now where they have the control. I don't know if those people die. Who is wanting to do that? I don't know. And why is that upping the ante for Lex? Having them get shocked if because they lose. Because not, not only does he like to win now, but he has also found out he loves seeing yeah, people get tortured. that's what he is. He is. You sick that's fuck. the thing, yeah. So, yeah, what would you give this? I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed the art. I did think, like you said, some of the parts did drag. Like, we focused on things that just felt to be there because you're like, we have an Elseworld to play with, so let's throw some weird concepts in there, even though it does nothing for the overall does story and does not show us, like, you know, how these events have, you know, changed the world more than President Superman and Russia have because you can't, you know, do anything bigger than what Superman's doing right now. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm at a seven five. The art's really good. Uh, the story, though, yeah, it's, it takes a little long, and then you get to Batman. Real interesting, the stuff with Batman, yeah. and then it just ends Done. very quickly. Right. He's dead. I still good for you, Batman. I don't think he could have passed that thing. There's no way. Peter. He he lubes himself <laughs> up, and that's the thing. Batman is always prepared. So I I just wonder how he was you know, preparing. I never that. even thought about that idea of like you know. 
if you had to pass something really bad to lube yourself up before. Yeah, I wonder if not only lube, you got to prepare yourself. You, you're going to have to work that. Got to get in there deep, boys. Yeah, you do. You really do. And I think that's what he's doing down there with the Bob's big boy, big statue. That's that's why he asked that down there. I think smile. Time to do well, my squats. You, you always you wondered why no. Bob's big boy is always smiling like that. Well, now you know. But yeah, I'm seven five, Poor big boy. and I am looking forward to the next issue though to see how it plays out. But again, it's not one of those I have to go now. I can wait. I can wait a couple weeks to see how well. that ends. But we're going to go now to something that you can never wait to do, Eric, and that is go off to the mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Eric. Hallelujah. It's mail with Eric. Oh, yeah. It's mail with Eric. Hallelujah. It's mail with Eric. Oh, yeah. It's mail with Eric. Hallelujah. It's mail with Eric. Oh, yeah. Let's hear what you have to say. We don't need no It isn't Mail with Eric, but really, uh, I think the last bit of that from uh, the lovely Dancing Mike was that we don't need any Jim Warner. I hear that a lot around here, around these here parts, especially during this quarantine. But this is the mail. And if you want to be involved in the mail and be the star of the show, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, just like Alex the Annihilator did. And he's from Western Canada, and I think that means he's from Russia. Right. I'm not really great with with my geography, uh, but I think it goes like Canada, Russia, Mexico. Right. Is that how that all lines up up there? You know, hey, I'm going up north to Mexico, down Mexico way. Right. Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think that he is uh, actually from across the Bering Strait. See, I do know a little bit of my geography. Uh, and he says, connection established, voice to text function activated. And since he is from Western Canada and he wanted by the end of this, he will say that he wants a good Western Canada kind of accent. And I think, OK, Vancouver, I think is over there. All right. I got it. Hello, love. Isn't that it? Or in, in Western Canada, the hockey doesn't hit you. You hit hockey. Is, does that make sense? Anybody? Hello again, Jim, Eric, Reggie, Chris, and wrong turn. Now, he's mentioning some people that we haven't heard from in a while here, but it's because he is in the far past of episode 131, as he says. At first, I was very disappointed to not hear my last email on episode 131. It would have been funny if I now get this one. And actually insert it back in 132, but he's probably by that by now, but it'd be still pretty funny, right? But then I realized something was fishy because you're not saying anything about COVID or quarantines. Uh, Quarantines, I, I think they're my favorite type of crackers that I like to eat, right? The the quarantine. There it is. Now, I've read The Fall and Rise of Captain Adam, so I know how to recognize the time stream fuckery when I see it. And I I will mention this. And and I apologize to whoever, but I think the cursing's come back big time this episode. I I think that we tried to go with the idea of, hey, we're we're not going to curse anymore. It's just not us, is it? I mean, we are scumbags. Ah, yes. In attempting to prevent spoilers by reading comics and listening to the podcast in order, I believe I have fallen in the dangerous state known as the manship paradigm. That That's not a paradigm you want. 
but it, it really also a paradigm to me that is a guy who's cheap but also enjoys jumping out of airplanes right the paradigm is is that Hey, yeah, these fool. are the jokes, people. It's very difficult to exit the Manship paradigm, I know. And then the next thing you know, you find yourself waking up and you're on a golf course deal with the with the Frisbees when you're stubborn and or don't have access to new comics. Theoretically, however, it may be possible to cut through the time stream via a Slack chat if that's still active, and it is. It's very active, uh, and I hope that Alex the Annihilator, who actually just joined the Patreon. I hope he jumps in there as well. So far, I've completed 79 episodes in 108 days. Now, that might seem, you know, okay, I get you. You know, you did that. But he is talking about the times when some of these episodes were days long. So, yeah, yeah, that is part of the deal. And I I really do love... Hearing Stork did it. Uh, Double A runs down it a couple of times where he's like uh, lapping people, where he's gone back to listen to all those. And, and that that actually makes me smile a lot. This places me in mid-July of 2017 is where Alex is back when he's listening. If I keep my current pace and factor in that Jim never takes a break, and we didn't, I really, I should catch up to the current podcast in eight to nine months and, and that's good as eric would tell you right now just to jump to what we're doing now uh, but then you miss all the juicy tidbits right all of those things of just us losing our mind in the meantime i will enjoy your speculation on dc titles and see if your predictions like eric's correct guess of the signal as duke's moniker come true i i, I have my problem with my big guesses i always tell eric and then I say later, like, hey, I said that, right? And he he pretends that he doesn't remember. I want to punch him so hard. Just so you know where I stand, I'd like to give you my thoughts on some of the Rebirth series so far. Apologies if this reaches too far back in your memory. That is not true. And this is funny, too, because you end up having Alex here going through some of the older books. And if you have been listening to us for a while, you will see that I don't think that Alex will be disappointed as he goes forward with our continuing opinions of said books. One, though, is something that I'm not very familiar with. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye. I don't know why they needed to tell me that. What about his leg? That's what I want to know. What is going on with Cave Carson's leg? One of the best Rebirth series DC has put out, nicely stylized art, a slightly strange story, and a healthy dose of violence. I'm looking forward to Milk Wars, and CC has an intergalactic eye. Did that last long? And I, I know that Reggie wasn't real down with the Milk Wars, that, that Steve Orlando nonsense. And so we'll see what Alex thinks of it when he gets that Red Hood and the Outlaws. I picked up this book not expecting too much. Liddell's New 52 series didn't tickle his fancy. I was pleasantly surprised by the story and found myself really enjoying the team dynamic. Dexter Soy's art complements everything nicely and looks great. And I agreed with that until I didn't. And it wasn't anything with the art per se. It was just that the story wasn't progressing. A lot of people continued to like it. I ended up giving that book to Eric to review, and then eventually Eric kind of got 
on my boat as well. My boat. Wonder Woman, Greg Ruckus' storylines are solid, though without any answers about the truth, and I appreciate the interconnectivity. Plus, I found the art to be consistently excellent, even as art duties change, and that's true. My opinion may differ since the trades collect each arc, so I didn't have to alternate storylines. Plus, I haven't read much Wonder Woman, so I'm not strongly attached to previous runs or feel overly sensitive about Wonder Woman getting on her knees and or but there is a little rocky reference there i like it i like that i'm sure rocky has a big smile on his face right now uh the middling he says and i i like the wonder woman enough i like the year one stuff better that was stuff i was reviewing overall looking back at it you have heard us talk the idea of you don't know what you got till it's gone God bless you, Cinderella, where, you know, we we didn't quite it didn't jive with us as much as some people. But now we realize it was the best that we were getting and we kind of wish for it back. Uh, that's just how things go in life. The middling green arrow. I dislike the black and white social justice aspects of the storylines very much. That was something that got on our nerves as well. Over the art, especially the cross sections is spot on in the cameos. By attractive, well-renowned podcasters are a great selling point. I, I didn't know that old Rimmer was in there, right? Rimmer, he, he, no. it, it would be a lot better looking if he was in there. I'll tell you, I've seen pictures. The bad superwoman. I agree. Phil Jimenez tainted this series. He made it too dense, convoluted, and nonsensical. I believe that everything you just said was true. It felt like an hour-long slog every time I picked up the book. I remember those days. I remember the days because that's what we talked with Reggie. So we'd have like a Friday night would be a Reggie night where we'd review his books. And usually he didn't have as many as, say, me and Eric combined, obviously. And so maybe we'd have three books. Now, the next day, I knew that me and Eric had to talk about nine books. The problem is Superwoman made it feel worse for that day of three books. It, it was the worst. And me just going through and not under, not even understanding what happened. I've talked so much about you know my attention span. And when something is that convoluted, the only other book that actually got to that moment and, and even, even worse uh, was that uh, Goddess Mode book. Oh my, then then whatever her name was that likes to send nasty texts to people. Honestly, I dreaded reading every issue, and so far it's a worthless series. That's what I also thought about Goddess Mode, right? Wasn't that Zoe Quinn? Is that who it was? That book was garbage. That that book was some of the worst. That's like garbage that even the garbage man won't take. You, you put it out on the on the curb, and the garbage man's like, I ain't touching that. You're gonna have to get somebody else. You're gonna have to get the real, you know, the garbage garbage man. Right? You got it? Justice League, since I've started my Rebirth quest, this is one of the few series that genuinely confused me. And I'm the sort of guy that doesn't get confused too easily. Look at him up there in Western Canada, sitting there in his high in his britches. Brian Hitch's writing and art do no favors for what should be one of the DC's most important series. I do think that the problem with that series, now looking back at it, yes, I didn't like it. Yes, I didn't like it from the beginning. Yes, I ended up fighting with some guys where we guessed it on a podcast. And the guy said, hey, one of the other great things is Just League. And I, I called him on it. And they didn't like that and never had us back on again, though we weren't going to be on anyway. Uh, and also ended up getting in arguments with one Brian Hitch about this. Looking back at it and seeing other work by Brian Hitch, including what everybody loved, and I think that everybody would agree, is art on Hawkman. Robert is excellent. Great. I think that he was stretched too thin there. I think that writing and art 
did him no favors like he you say and he was behind schedule he ended up oh it was delayed it just it wasn't the thing to be doing and the story just it, it was too much and I, I think that it's one of those he is known as a great artist not a great writer i think as a writer of justice league he decided that every issue every moment had to be end of the world big and you never got time to really relax and breathe only one time where you ended up having in a weird deal flash and jessica cruz going but even that ended up in an end of the world situation batgirl I'm not a fan of Hope Larson's stories and characterization. It infuriates me that uh, Batgirl lets shit vandals off scot-free but assaults a seemingly low, legit magpie for no reason as well as a cost and sternly chastises a group of innocent techies for throwing darts at a picture of a woman. Just playing a game. However, credit to Larson for where credit is due based on personal experience. Library science programs do have a contingent of self-serving, virtue-signaling morons, or maroons as I like to call them, who have no business being there. This is I, I'm telling you, you library science majors, you have been served. I, I wish this was one of those step-it-up dance battles. I, for one, am glad Larson is doing her part to dismantle the competent librarian stereotype. Here we go. Let's uh, dance battle. All right. Take this. You've been, you've been stepped it up. Isn't that what you call it? Stepped it up. It's magic. Mike, I got my shirt off now. Oh my. And it, that always goes longer than I thought it would. Justice league of America. Uh, so much nonsense. It is, it is. And, and really I don't have the pistol shrimp deal ready, but boy, that's the best pistol shrimp. Why are the JLA invading another country if it'll provoke an international incident? Who knows? How does Black Canary know how to speak Kravian? You'll never find out. Isn't it obvious that the JLA were the real force of the revolution's effectiveness? Might be. How does cutting out Lobo's heart reboot him? Who knows? Fuck this series, he says. All right. I'm down with that. Well, you, you end up with what was going to be this justice league foundation and that was going to be a series that was spelled out and it was funny too because in my mind how these mind games work here uh is the idea that the heroes in crisis and the just league foundation that seemed to be like around the same time of announcing and we're going to have that you're going to have vixen be head of this program that seemed to be the justice league book that steve orlando wanted to write where they go and you know, feed the starving people and make sure that they're there when there's an avalanche or a land. And that's that's great. That'd be the greatest. That's real life. Great. And comic book. Great. And it never happened. I'm sure that's why, because it, it, it just wouldn't be fun. Sorry if this email's gotten a bit long. I expect they may only be periodic. That's a shame, but we'll see. I don't currently have a good microphone, so I hope Jim will read these emails with them vigor and a spot-on Western Canadian accent. And really, if I wanted A, <laughs> you do A, I, I, that, that sounded mean. How about hello, love? I don't even know what it is. There you go. I don't know what I'm saying. There you go. That's my Western Canadian accent. I sound like I'm from downtown Vancouver. And that is that. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for being uh, awesome. And thanks for emailing us and stepping it up against those Stupid librarian, science librarian people that are always shushing you and things like in that old game show silent library that Justin Bieber was on when he had an arm in a sling. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It was pretty good. It was a really good show. But 
Thank you. And that is the mail. And I'm going to go back right now to talk to Eric about three more books to end the show. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. Blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks a tear is tear. Well, that's just Eric Shay. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just Eric Shane. That is Eric Shane. He is here I am to here. get us in here with these books because I, I couldn't put the ring the bell, you know, because you only have one book, though. That never stops Ever. me. But I thought I'd do that. I always like to hear that. It makes me smile thinking of you with your Transformer dolls. I haven't Eric. bought You're any there. toys lately, but you know what I did buy that just came in today? What, a uh, bar of soap? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, uh, it's, hey. it's kind of along those lines to a degree, though. Have you ever heard of something called a Thompson tea? I have, but I don't know what it is. Thompson tea is for people like me who can't stop sweating out of their armpits no matter what kind of deal oh. So this is a specially made t-shirt. So I was close, with actually. in the armpits. I'm like, <laughs> you know close. what? When I have something important going on, I'm no longer going to look the fool so, when so I have my pit like stains. The, it's like bike shorts, but in a shirt to just stop sweat, yep. not chafe. Okay. I got it. Uh, so I got I'm, it I'm waiting on something called, have you ever heard of this? A shirt stay. Uh, yeah, I get, no. no. Uh, to me, that's what I've been doing because I think I've been wearing the same shirt for three weeks. I'm waiting for these, stay, these shirt stays to come in, which are, they're kind of like male garters to a degree, but these go okay. down and make sure that you do not, like, you know, your shirt will not untuck from your pants. So oh. these clip onto the bottom of your shirt, tucked in your pants, and then go down and clip onto the top of your socks. Okay. So basically, you're worried that you're going to sweat like a fat pig and also that your shirt's going to go up and your belly's going to be exposed. There you trumpy. go. That's all it is. It's all it is. You know what else you should have gotten? A treadmill. Yeah, fat. Hey, I have lost then. eight pounds this week. I've gotten back oh into my exercise my. game. Have you? I am still kind of hanging where I was. So I have not lost any more, but I'm kind of hanging. Logan is yelling and screaming at me because he doesn't think that I'm eating as well as I should as we are quarantined. But the heck with that. I'm getting depressed. Yeah, I have. All right, good. Tanya's going to start using it. Oh, yeah? She ended up wanting to buy uh, headphones. I said, you can use mine. I, we don't need, you know, mobile <laughs> headphones. That's just part of the struggles using here your gross at headphones. our house. That's what it seemed like she was saying. I don't know. But here Has we this are. touched We're you? Here. No way, yeah, man. Really. Yeah, not, not, I'm not going to do that. I, I haven't know. touched you in how many years? I'm not going to touch something that touched she you said, now. you might pass something. And I said, what am I going to pass for my ear? She says, the hearing aids, Eric. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Hey, 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 yes! Yes, <laughs> here we go. What are we talking about first this section? We have Wonder Woman number 15, written by Gail Simone, with art by Terry Dodson, Rachel Dodson, Alex Sinclair, and John J. Hill. We're given the beginning of the backstory to the Circle members, the original personal guard of Queen Hippolyta, where they became a little too overzealous in keeping the Queen and Themyscira safe, even if that meant keeping ideas like having children out of the Amazons' minds. Back in the present, though, Wonder Woman goes on the hunt to find allies in the different pantheons to help her take her home back from the Nazis that have overrun it. Too bad that only one is willing to help her, as everyone else would see it as a sign of war against the Greek gods. Hopefully Hippolyta can keep this threat back herself until her daughter can join the fight. Yeah, and this has some really cool things in it. The whole thing with Diana going to the pantheons of other gods, all that thing, that that's really cool. Really cool. That is really, really cool. I wish that they Just would the idea that we have, have this that. here, where we have a Wonder Woman who is a secret agent who is mortal when she's not Wonder Woman, on top of the idea that she's going to different pantheons to get, like, you know, request aid from my, there's a lot of cool stuff going on right away in this arc. 
Yeah, and why I also like it is where you have Wonder Woman, obviously, you're going to go Greek-Roman deal all the time, but other characters in the DCU do rely on other pantheons. They would be there, so I like that, that Diana's like, well, if if the Greek gods, they're going to diss me, I'm going to talk to everyone. I'm going to go to all these others, and I do like it, and it became a thing as it was going on of, oh my, who's next? You know, you want to know who she's going to go to, what, And, and almost in my mind, you're like, waiting for it to go real dark at some point but it was cool with that i also like the All of a sudden idea you're thinking that like, hail satan am i gonna come and go yeah. and try to do that yeah and then i get scared then i think that uh, gail simone satan. is using the uh you know the ink as her blood and now i'm <laughs> gonna be uh, the black magic problem again but yeah i also like the idea that gail simone does point out that a lot of ladies when they're not allowed to have kids or can't have kids they go wacko they start with these dolls and i i see this you all know, the time i sorry, see documentaries where they have those you know lifelike dolls that they're going around pushing them around you see them and uh, it freaks videos. me out it freaks me out they've had the the whole t- tv series with these things they do they freak me out they, there is a whole industry a cottage industry eh, that is all about making these life-size yeah. life babies I, for I, these oh, ladies. I, I've, I've heard of other things that are real no, dolls. that's the real doll. Uh-huh. That, that's for other things. Uh-huh. And really, if you're going to mix those up in your mind, you're sicker it's than happening. I thought. Really? I mean, seriously. Uh, but you do see the hey circle. There, baby. They are spelled out. And with the, the circle, <laughs> you end up with the circle being this overzealous, protective group. We love the Hippolytus so much, but anybody talks about children, that'll just ruin them scare. we got to put a stop to that. And it, it does go in my mind. There is a little bit that even goes with, say, the whole Red Sun, where you do have the circle to me that is almost like the KGB. Right. Where they're there, they are the secret police. They are going to guard Hapala no matter what. But if you go against the basic rules of the Amazons and Themyscira, they are going to get well, out of hand. Who's the weakest link they're, in the chain? We're cutting that link right out. Yeah, and and even so, they're one of those who's watching the Watchmen deal. I mean, they are the end be all, you know, fighting force here. You already see that from the beginning that the the, the Amazons that we are familiar with. You know, Philippus and all the, they do not like this. They are against it. And so I like that. You see, because you trust them. You don't trust the, these well, ladies. I'm I mean, sorry, they you are don't trust these ladies because you realize, oh my God, last issue, we started the whole thing off with, you know, Hippolyta going to the four quarters of the island where somebody's been imprisoned all these years. They're going to kill babies. It ends up being a doll, but still, they're going to kill babies. Right, and well, I like the idea We're going to go too. kill babies. What? It's a doll? Well, that's a shame. But anyway, kill that woman who no had the doll. No fuss, no muss. But I like the idea, too, though, that you're seeing that some of these dolls, they're made of clay. Oh, yeah. Eric. Oh, my goodness. It's going to tie. And, and so when they're there, yeah. Hey, that wasn't a baby. It was just a clay doll. Yeah, that's this wacko. Time. Kill her. Kill her. And then this poor lady gets killed. She's there with the babies. And even when the baby, that's where they, I think they're like, yeah, kill this lady. Because the baby falls, the clay, it, it shatters, and she's just picking up the torso here you go baby. It, it really it's gonna end up at the end of the episode that's what you know aquaman does with dolphins it's not dead it's not dead yeah so you have this crazy thing going on and i do like that setup because we do know that hippolyta did something and we do know actually that it is the idea that she had a daughter yeah. that triggered the, the circle and so we see that progressing you see the circle getting more and more how you know militant about are they gonna this. get when you know diana actually does show up yeah so you set that up well then you go and see you know secret agent 
pretty much human Diana fighting Nazis there. Captain Nazi. Yeah, Captain Nazi. And that's cool as well because you end up, and this is where I think that Gail Simone does the best thing, is when we ended up having the first truth, not this Brian Michael Bendis nonsense, the first truth, which that was nonsense too. (laughs) The first uh, Because you ended up having non-powered Superman who didn't have an identity. And we wanted to see, me and you, if you go listen to the you know podcast, we were doing the podcast then, our biggest complaint of that was you're not using the idea of a depowered Superman still showing him as a hero, still showing him as a kick-ass hero. He's a bit of a jerk. That, yeah. No, in this, you see Wonder Woman. She doesn't have powers, and she is kick-ass. And, she and is really, it's thinking easy. these things through, yeah. taking out Captain Nazi by yeah. herself. And I like that a depowered, you know, Wonder Woman at this point, while she's, you know, in her human guise, that she is still smart. You, you don't get a lot of that because she's always just so superpowered yeah. that she can do the things. And it's easy to show that she's a good gal there while she's fighting you know, Captain Nazi, you can end up making most people look good fighting Nazis. So instead of that, you show her smarts and you show that she is pretty ruthless, too, when she look, is fighting a ruthless. Nazi. It's just that she knows Captain Nazi and what he can take when she throws a bit of, you know, like a wireless C4 explosive onto his eyes and blows up. She knows he's going to survive this. I mean, really, though, you end up throwing plastic explosives on somebody's eyes. There's only one other place that you're going to throw that that is as bad. Maybe two, maybe the butt cheeks too, but just the eyes so that he's blinded for a little so that she can change. Now, the idea that Captain Nazi is so dumb that he's like, ah, man, that explosion. Now I can see. Wait a minute. Where's that thing? Is, I started thinking about just this, like the you. idea that we had secret agents that work for the government. You know, maybe they are like, you know, talking to somebody back, you know, in your visible helicopter, something like that, getting word out there. Oh, the Nazis have overrun Themyscira. Better call Wonder Woman. And I started thinking these weird things like, how could you play this? off to make sure that your secret identity is intact still. I wish that this was actually something that had you know a TV show or something like that because I want to hear where you have secret agent uh, Prince just simple physics. She's changing her voice like that. And a wireless detonator. Boom. Hey there. It's me, Wonder Woman. Because all of a sudden, within two minutes, there's going to be somebody that looks exactly alike, just has lost the goggles and has longer hair. Uh, but I think that he'd make the connection. But it's okay. It's a cool thing. He's a well, dumb Nazi. And, and really, what you get there is that Wonder Woman, she doesn't do the whole, you know, telephone booth deal she just blinds people so that she can change into wonder woman it's fine and she can go ham and it's on a weird Captain part Nazis. how we do this because a lot of times when we play with the you know the golden lasso of truth and stuff like that different people want to do different things with it which i just wanted to be able to wrap around unbreakable and they're compelled to tell the truth and this one we do see that we can kind of go inside captain nazi's mind when he's wrapped up with that where wonder woman can see all the things that he doesn't want her to see about his childhood how he grew up and stuff like that it's the weird part is, I'm telling you, as much as I usually hate that, I didn't hate I like it, here it here because it actually adds a bit of leverage. Then we actually back up and lead to the whole thing where now she has leverage to make him talk because she he knows that she can get anything out of him. Yes, and this isn't just we're going to go in. Steve Orlando's done this recently in the regular run before we stop, where you end up having her go in the lasso and the way that you have Gail Simone play it out. It is Wonder Woman Captain looking Nazi at the whole the story. Mind. Yeah, and you're looking at the whole story. Plus, I like the idea. A lot of times when this shit's going 
down, you have her lasso somebody and then the action has to stop, you know? And I like this is almost like, yeah, you, you kind of stop time going here. Let's check it out. But it's also that you get more and you are trying to give a little sympathetic edge to the Nazis, Eric. And I don't think what? a lot of people do that. <laughs> I don't think that enough people give that sympathetic edge, but you Joe end Joe up Rabbit? seeing why I like this though is it ends up being more of a character captain yeah he's a nazi he's awful we get this all the time but yes you see that even a nazi has some bad past his father was awful that it doesn't ever and even diana says at the point you know forgive the child destroy the man whatever because there are things that lead to this and i do like that wonder woman would be concerned with that though in my mind she's giggling as she's saying right (laughs) look at that nazi (laughs) no matter what happens i don't think we're gonna sit there and look at a child at the memory of a child at least and see him getting you know abused (laughs) you know you you didn't see you see also after this it was weird she flew to quakertown she lassoed me and you and like why didn't these guys turn into nazis I mean, really, but yeah, you get that, and you have empathy like for the child, even for him, and you have Wonder Woman. He's crying, he's all upset, and I think that this also is, you know, pretty much free therapy. So he has that. I don't know if the Nazis have a really good health insurance. I'm plan, so he might this not guy might not that. ever stop crying at this point. But maybe that's better. I mean, a, a crying Nazi is better than a, a regular Nazi, and maybe he'll give up the Nazism here, and maybe he'll just go, you know, with socialism or something he'll go up a, you know eventually he might become a really good guy he'll just go up the ladder a little maybe maybe he'll move to detroit i don't know but you end up i where don't know what's i happening. like the idea that that is the empathy of wonder woman though you're seeing yes. that in a way that you usually just get lasso oh yeah we went to Themyscira we're, we're wrecking house okay so you get that and because and of this off. fight with Captain Nazi and now that we have the information out of him and it seems like the, the rest of the Nazis that are overtaking Themyscira are kind of made to be super powered like Captain Nazi but we do get the idea that during this fight that Nemesis was knocked out he's going to be in you know med bay for a while so Wonder Woman has time to go off on her own and actually be Wonder Woman and I, I just want to mention too that we did have the idea that we wondered what would happen with Nemesis if you ended up having Diana needing to turn into what he got knocked out. It always happens. It's always the case. That's what happens. Now, in the meantime, you get what I consider a Britney Spears splash Rambo situation going on Themyscira, where you have Apollo cutting her hair and then pretty much being Rambo and his kick ass as well. It really does remind me of the idea where we have this woman going up against a bunch of men and stuff like that and becoming the Rambo situation. There was a new movie that came out called The Hunt that did exactly that, and it was actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's that she is going to pick them off one at a time. This is her island. She knows how it is. Also, she's Apollo. These are just stinking oh, yeah. Nazis. So I'm she is you, just going to destroy queen of a warrior them. race on her term, on her turf. I'm like, yeah, she's ready for them. Also, I love it, too, because the Nazis are going around. They they don't know the lay of the land. So they're opening up, you know, hey, what's this? It's a cage. Oh, no, it's, it's a monster. They're, they're just getting killed at points. And, and they, but Paradise you do also, again, where you get the word, it's like, hey uh nazi leaders here what are we supposed to do when we run into these like unicorns and shit i don't even look, know look, save kill the technology everything. and destroy everything yeah, else kill everything and even the nazis don't want to do that some of these because they're new recruits you end up seeing that that's even spelled out by captain nazi of yeah we got these new recruits they might not be as ruthless but they're still in in the game but they go up well while this is going on you have to remember that wonder woman cannot go to themascara she is banned ever the since whole the deal. amazon's attack 
Yep. So she can't get to, so she needs to find a way. And she even says, I got to find a way, but I might be able to find a different way, a little backdoor action here. Hey, look, like you I got like. Mercury sa- or Hermes' a sandal at this point. Yeah, I thought she was just going to, you know, you know, go real fast and That's then go through. Too. That's all. Like, while the guys aren't looking, I'm all slipping well, look, because I can Hermes usually can't fly, catch him. But look, yeah. I got Hermes' sandal right go. here. I'm and just going to fly a different way. <laughs> Hermes can't catch her, and you gave That's up the, the thing. Sandals, I don't know so where she, she got goes. this. So I don't actually the idea that we are going to different gods and stuff like that. I don't know if this is actually a Mercury sandal or a Hermes sandal or what we're dealing with or when she, she would has have gotten the it. sandal though, and she's going to go and she's going to use it. And so again, I thought she was just going to sneak in. But that's not the case. She's going to these other pantheons. And I like that you go first to Asgard. You have the Rainbow Bridge. You have everything there yeah. because this is, you know, pretty much, you know, Norse mythology. A lot of, I I'm sure, even to Call this today. child. Yeah, I bet you to this day, people are, I don't know how she got away with this. You know, you always have that. They're allowed. That's the yeah. whole mythology of it. I really think that I, I thought Thor was going to show up, but you don't get that because these gods, in a way that Gail Simone plays it very well, they don't want any parts of this. They don't want to fight. Well, you know, the they we may... start out with Odin, then we go to Rajin, the god of thunder. I'm like, this is pretty cool, this whole idea. And like, you know, the idea that all of them are concerned about going up against their Greek gods. Like, we've already dealt with some, you know, god wars before. We don't want to do it again. It sucks. I loved it when they went to Rajin, the thunder god. I'm like, thank you, Brian Hill, for allowing me to know Rajin, the thunder god, in your Batman and the Outsider. So, yeah, it's just like Raiden. And- yeah, as, as they go through there, Lady Bass every, in Egypt. everybody's just like, screw that. Now, I mean, Even that's the wizard the Shazam. Thing. Yeah, and the gods are fickle. The gods, they, they don't want problems. I mean, this is a problem that they don't need or want to get involved. You know, that, that's your problem. For some here, reason, though, this whole thing where we have, I'm trying to, I'm going to pronounce this and I'm probably going to butcher the hell out of it, but the only person that does accept, you know, that, say that they will help Diana is. Cain Meowhai. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, he's the god of sky and heavens. And the thing is, all right, the king of sky and heavens, that's pretty cool. But out of everybody we've seen so far, even the wizard Shazam, he doesn't seem like he's that cool as everybody else we've already dealt with. I don't know. You you don't think he's cool? And I, I'm assuming these are the Hawaiian that's what gods. I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's the deal. Figuring. And I, I'm telling you, this guy probably surfs. He's walking around he's probably- naked. He's wearing some puka shells and just has a loincloth. Exactly. I mean, this guy's so laid back. He's the guy you want. He, he's going to, and you know, he's going to kick ass. I don't want a laid back because, guy when no, I'm, I'm a, storming the, an the, island. Those laid back guys are the guys you have to watch out for. And then afterwards, you're going to have a luau. And really, by the end, That's all I why, what else do you want then to get laid, Eric? Oh, my. Yeah. So, she, like, yeah, I'll deal. And I love how it's also where Wonder Woman is going. And she's going to gods over and over. Lady Bast, you had. You even have the wizard where she's really stressing the wrong things because she's saying to them, listen, I, I don't have a father. These guys are like, I, I don't need a daughter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, especially you're going there. And, they're, they're, you know, Odin's like, I got a lot of problems with my kids. I don't need another problem here. I think she's going on the, of the, the wrong route. But then you got just hang loose. I mean, I'm telling hang you, Kane, Kane is that cowabunga dude. Okay, he the thing is, is look, he, he's the guy. Who, but the thing is, in order for this to happen, she is going to pledge her loyalty, everything to the to Kane here. And pretty much just say, all right, Greek gods, I'm done with you because now Kane's the only one who's going to help me here. I'm going to pledge all my patronship to him. Yeah, and and just think of this. I think that's have my word, you, patronship. Have you, yeah, yeah. Have sure. you All read right. and have you read any stories where the Egyptian gods they they have problems? They're fighting. They all the, you Doctor, have that, Doctor Fate. You know, 
Okay. Do you have any stories that you ever had where Asgard gets attacked mm-hmm. or they have problems, whatever, and they need help? You know, yeah. You ever hear of the story where Kane Mohai needs oh, look, problems I, in I Hawaii? Will, I will tell you this that King Shark's father was a Hawaiian god as well. Okay. Well, you have that. But still, if you're going to fight, you get a free vacation to Hawaii. That's what. That's the, the, thing the, is, the what worst is thing of it, right? Vacation for the most part. She flies, and if she doesn't want to fly, she's got an invisible jet. Hey, listen, I, you'd say that about Themyscira. That's a paradise island. She can't get her ass to there without any help. So I don't know what's going on. But I'm telling you, of all the gods that you're going to help and pledge your allegiance to for all time, I'm going those Hawaiian. The thing is, I will back. tell you this: the idea that she does pledge, and Kane's like, you know what? That's great. This, I'll do this thing for you. But check this out: this shell. I'm going to give you the shell because, you know, I'm a Hawaiian god. This shell will grow into any vessel which will take you anywhere you need to go. I'm like, you know what? For what we're doing right now, I do need this. So maybe I don't know. Like, what would anybody else give? I'm like, okay, Odin, uh, can you help me out? Sure, I can help you out, Diana. All right, we got to get the Themyscira. Can't do it. I don't have one of these, you know, magical vessels that can get anywhere you need to go. You're going to get the Rainbow Yeah, you're going to take Rainbow Bridge. The the thing is, too, where all I can imagine is that shell, it's going to be like Venus in a shell, the painting. She's just going to be going around. It's like, it's going to be like she's in the Mummers Parade for crying out loud. Because I do want to see what happens next, but I do want to see what the shell will become, this vessel that it will become that will take you anywhere. Will it just become a giant shell with some paddles in it? Okay, this sucks. The only thing she has to realize is in Hawaii, Hawaii, the pantheon of Hawaiian gods, I've been told that they really, really do worship that spam. They love spam. She's going to have to get you said. Very the teriyaki salty. spam now. Very salty. Jess I, is not a I, fan. I don't like the teriyaki spam. No, I actually, we're, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm in spam tonight. I got some the other day. It's the Aldi brand, so it's not necessarily spam. spam. It's more just meat products. <laughs> like spam hey, with I'm an omelet? What the hell is yeah. that? Boom. It is. It's generic spam. It's meat product. I'm in. I like a good <laughs> meat product now and again. Spam. Yeah, it's good. And spam it's cheap. the market I'm on that shit because nobody like, wanted it. No, any, anybody who wants spam. And you have an Aldi in town, and you're like Eric that are afraid to go. I don't have a bonus card. You, you, you don't need one now. You just walk in. You just have to follow the rules. So they're going to really come, come down on you like the, the hammers of gods that. on you. I'm telling you, they were I was yelling scared. at you. Every I almost time walked I go down in the there. aisle in Walmart the wrong way. I thought I didn't know what was going to happen if I did. I know. Those arrows and stuff. I'm, I'm telling you, really. I can't take it. I'm staying in this room is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm worse for wear for that. Uh, but yeah, with all this going on, you do end it with the Nazis then finding the circle and they're like okay now they and gail simone sets it up already every time we open a door or a cage we get attacked by monsters this is somebody talking talking a lot of trash but you end up with the and i love the idea too it's like one of those where you really have to be confident that these guys don't have itchy trigger fingers because you're starting with trash talk i know but she's you're not going to do that you jerks you know because i'm the only one who'll help and because they are the only ones so shoot me you know all these things just get right to it hey i know who you're after and i'll be able because she's like you're not going to be able to track down it's pretty much again raiders of the lost ark deal with you'll no, no, never that's, find no, no, her that's the last crusade yeah yeah so do you have that and uh but she says martin brody speaks 13 languages he can disappear <laughs> he can blend disappears. in uh, excuse me. You send I, it to Mar- it, and you might as well send yeah. it to the Marx Brothers. Yeah, you end up having this where she says, we're the ones, you know, all these people to go, go and free me and my sister. I, I don't think Brody was slaughter. his last name. I'm not sure now. I think Brody, Martin we'll Brody was from Jaws. We'll have to see. <laughs> he might have been both. But yeah, so you end there and it's good. It's really good. I, I enjoyed this issue. I love the part with the Pantheons. Oh, that's I so love- cool. 
I love the play because it has been something that kind of comes in a weird timing for our podcast of we have been recently getting more of that inside the lasso deal and all the play that we saw on that up until this point, we didn't like. It didn't seem right. It seemed weird. This seems right. And I liked it. And I liked the, you know, a little sympathetic edge to the Nazis. They need it sometimes. I don't know and what's so wrong at, with the you. End, <laughs> at the end, though, I, I, I did really like it. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I could even go up to an 8.6, Eric. Oh, look at you. You twisted my, my thing, <laughs> but it is, crazy. Still, it is still just set up. You're yeah. still setting up things. But even we didn't even mention, you even get the gorillas again who say, listen, you don't have to ask for our help. We'll help. But in the meantime, they're just going to sit around. They didn't help. Well, God, check this out, around. guys. You know, I, I can't ask you gorillas to help me. You never have to ask. Oh, okay, how about this one? I'm going to go try to find gods and not gorillas to help me. Does that make it more clear for you? Yeah, albino like, apes? Okay, yeah. I like that, though, that it sets up the idea that they come to save her without being asked. That's all I think it is. You're going to get, they're going to go ape. But yeah, you end up having that. And uh, I liked it. What would you give it? I'd give it an eight out of 10. I really enjoyed the art in this issue. I thought it was a little bit slower for everything that's going on from last issue. But I, that's the thing is I say that I think I gave last issue an 8.5 out of 10. And I did have some worries about the idea of the secret society and the Captain Nazi being there. And it's a weird thing because we are getting more of a backstory on the circle, which I do appreciate, and seeing some great stuff. You know, I will go to an eight out of uh, point five. Yeah, go to that because you. they even mention at the one point where she says just one little line of, "Yeah, we got here, and the only ones left are the Nazis." So I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? That's the thing well is, I, I do enjoy that. So yeah, eight point five out of ten for me. Nice. I enjoyed the art a lot. I love all the stuff we're doing. I'm telling you, I want the current Wonder Woman book to be as good as this because on top of just having Wonder Woman, there's so many different layers to this whole thing with Diana Prince. That work being a special agent and also now going to the different pantheon of the gods. I'm like, you are adding layer of layer of interesting things to this character that I do want to read about. Yeah, and going with all this, every time you end up having somebody leave Wonder Woman, we always do say, you know, what about Gail Simone? And I think that if Gail Simone came back to the character, it would be as big or cool as when Greg Rucka came back at the beginning of Rebirth, because you're getting somebody who obviously knows the character, has a past with it. I just, maybe she doesn't want to do it. Maybe, maybe she is done with this character. She doesn't want to go backwards. I don't know. I wish that she was on well, maybe it. Maybe DC ain't asking. <laughs> Maybe, maybe they're not. They lost her number. But we're going to go with the next book is Green Arrow Longbow Hunters number two. Just a a lauded story, Eric. Uh, it oh, came out in 1987. No, this issue it. is called Dragon Hunt. It is written by Mike Grell with pencils by Mike Grell and Lorreen Haynes. Inks by Mike Grell and Lorreen Haynes. Triple Colors threat. by Julia Lacomont and letters by Ken Bruzenak. Eric, you like that? Green Arrow is on the case toilet face but i have to admit i'm not really following the case very well at this juncture i added that part that was ad-libbing oh my i do like seeing shadow's origin but i want to see her and oliver interact more but the best parts of the book are when dinah shows up even if she's just jim loves a tortured woman hanging around eric in this issue (laughs) oliver himself is a bit of a sad sack here but by the end i was worried he wouldn't get to his lady love in time and would end up trying to pick up the pieces still the bad guys uh get theirs and we see that no same person should ever ever want to live in seattle that's what i got out of it i got out of the idea that seattle is awful this is better than star city though things end up happening though in seattle that are just brushed aside for no reason at all. I mean, the idea of the police is like, well, we got AIDS, so at least, you know, hookers aren't out as much. It, it, it's so crazy with this. And through the whole The worst deal, part though, is, I actually think that would be something that somebody would say in 1987. Maybe. 
Not me. I was scared. I was running scared, Eric. I was not getting any action there, and I still thought I'd get it. I thought that if I ate spam, I'd have eights. You you end up here where you are getting the flashbacks of Shadow's training. You're not necessarily getting the origin, as I said. The whole idea that, like, you know, we had last issue, and the biggest problem, well, not the biggest, but one of the problems I had last issue was that we kept having those black and white photos of that naked lady. I'm like, who was that? And I wanted to, like, you know, find out this issue. And why are we getting more, you thought, right? We're not dealing with that at all. I'm like, all right. I guess we're done with naked lady photos. Yeah. And so you you end up, and even at the beginning, I I do have a problem trying to grasp onto the story. Even at the beginning, I, hey, what are you going to do about the snooper? I'm like, did I miss something? Who's this? And I'm thinking, I'm like, (laughs) snooper? Who's the snooper? Uh, But you, you end up figuring out by the end it's Dinah. But I think that what this is going on and what I'm having a problem with, I really do think this is a story that needs to be read all in one. You have to have, because it is setting up a mystery, but the mystery also involves a very vague storytelling way of well, doing the things with the background of this. things that we have going on, I think there's too much going on for the Longbow Hunters and the three issues that's going on, because we start out with, you know, we have the Robin Hood killer, who we find out at the end of the last issue is Shadow going around killing these old men for some reason. I, I still don't know by the end of this issue, but we also have the Seattle Slasher going around doing his own thing that was taken out at the end of last issue. Now we move on where we have a, uh, you know, a drug problem coming into the city that Dine is going to go and take care of while Robin, Robin Hood, while Green Arrow goes and tries to figure out who this mysterious person was, the Robin Hood killer and how to bring them down. But I don't know how it all connects with what we're dealing with. Like you had a problem where we had Tunnel Rat, who was part of the Vietnam War and the idea that our big clues to find out who the Robin Hood killer is going after they, 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 they're old men, Jim. And when they were in their twenties, World War II was going on. And for some reason, they didn't serve. I'm like, look, this could be a big clue to some great detective. To me, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, that does nothing for me. This issue. But the thing is, we did see the scene in the first issue where people were in charge of sending out the tunnel rat to do his thing, which I is things people seem in to platoon. be. But no, but they were they were higher up and they were even people that weren't supposed to be connected with them. Remember, they said we're not supposed to be connected. They would send him out and they, he was doing pretty much, you know, the whole thing uh, where he was going overboard. He was ending up he was Quentin Tarantino and he was but he wasn't just he was sent to kill people. He was enjoying himself and really just dismembering them, things like that. And they said, we got to distance ourselves. Those people who were sending him to do that and saying we're going to cover it up. They have to be these old guys. They have to be guys that were in the military that the ended up is, in Vietnam. Man, I'm telling you, this is like you know 20 not, years ago at this the point, thing and is, they're too it, old for my mind. But they're not because you are having guys who are generals or you know even higher ups. This is still 20 years past that time. You're in the late 80s where these guys would have been in Vietnam in the whole deal of you know they were older but they would have been in charge it, it something has to go because somebody was and a bunch of higher ups were sending out that tunnel rat to do it just seemed like people work. in their platoon to go like look we got to go yeah, send they said that, he'll get killed they said though that they didn't want him to have any connection with them if they were in the platoon they'd have the connection if this guy gets caught hey who did it well it's my higher up and i think that that's where we're seeing where they mention the idea that they aren't you know, these aren't military men. Well, that's weird for their age. And I think they were military men. It's all been, you know, overdone. And so the thing with Shadow, though, going and one of the guys where we seem to think was a quinky dink, Eric, where the tunnel rat ends up getting killed because of the coincidence. I think he was part of it. She is just wiping out all these guys that ended up being. But even so, if I'm wrong, right, whatever. 
we don't have a connection at all no, yet. That's just, I just me figured trying that guy to figure died one. because he was going after a prostitute and Shadow had some bad stuff happen to her growing up and she wanted to take that out. And just the stress of the prostitution, I think, does tie into another thing of Shadow's past, the drugs, all these things going on where these are bad guys, they got connections, all this stuff. But really, it does get thrown into a goulash of stuff as you're reading it. And it just gets, we thought Dinah leaving the book a bit, we were upset that she was, but we thought it was gonna you know put the focus on a, but she didn't leave she's still there and then it becomes a big thing in this and i think the best part of it but yeah through this whole thing you have oliver go to the police and you have like the classic detective listen Hardball here detective listen here robin hood i don't and i said we to you before we started recording people here he he is going around. You have people dying by getting shot with arrows. And not once do they think, well, Oliver just came. And he is not only that, but he's showing up at the police department with the a full guy called outfit. the Robin Hood killer who kills people with arrows. We have this guy coming to the city dressed as Robin Hood who shoots arrows. Even the idea that we end this issue with, you know, Oliver making this gigantic sacrifice and actually going against his code and killing somebody. I'm like, right there, all these things line up. Where is this detective? Like, maybe because he's a superhero, I'll let him go. He wouldn't kill nobody. I'm like, by the end of this issue. I, I'm just saying, I, I love the guys eating Tums. You get the classics of the detective. You know, he's he's working overtime. Life, a lot of stress. I love the idea that all of a sudden the detective, he gets this, you know, this deal. Oh, my God. The light bulb goes off. I'm going to arrest Oliver. He goes to, to, to court. And the whole thing is, wait, listen, everybody. I use green arrows. That that was black or what? And I'm like, that don't work. That that seems to be the only thing. But it does set up in this at least where somebody does seem to get killed, or at least they find the body. Just the idea to think about this whole thing. I, I am known as the choker. Okay, this is what my name is. And there's a guy going around who do is do you like the chicken? Sh- is that what a chicken choker? No. Is that what it is? You're yes. just the choker. Just chicken. Chicken. <laughs> the choker in this whole scenario okay. that I'm trying to set up, but I don't have a great idea how to do it, but. We have the Seattle Strangler, okay? And at the That's cr- me. And the thing is, at every crime scene, somebody is strangled and a pair of white gloves are left behind. But I show up. I have black gloves instead. Look, You're the choker. You're not the strangler. It, it, all this does is hinge on because the press did it not me, call though. the killer. That'd be funny. <laughs> it's always you. They end up – if the press is like, what should we call it? Call it the Robin Hood killer. No, call it the Green Hour killer. They go with that. He's off scot-free. It, it's the uh, whole idea. The newspaper didn't say the Oliver Queen killer, so you don't have that. But yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous of the whole circumstance. This, this detective and, putting a lot of freaking like you know bit of faith in Oliver here. That Oliver said that as he was crossing the country to go to Seattle again. The the Robin Hood killer was doing the same. Crazy. I mean, I think he is. I think he's. You're the Robin Hood killer. It's you. But yeah, all this is going. You see on. me try to shoot a bow and arrow. We know it's shadow. And and there is you know Detective Oliver. Where if you have a case, I don't know that this happens a lot. But if you have a case that involves shooting arrows. Just call him. He knows everything about it. Listen, look at that arrow. It's a little bit, you know, it's a light arrow. That means it's either a child or a lady. This arrow is Japanese bamboo and it has eagle feathers for its fletching. I'm like, did you have a crime lab set up? Or are you just a smart man when it comes to arrows? No, I I like it, though, where you have, listen here, arrow man. You know, I want the detective to be real into that. (laughs) Listen here, Mr. Fletcher. Get out of here. But he does go and then he goes off. And then you have to have Oliver do something good 
in this. So you get the weirdest. I, I, I don't even this scene is so odd where you have these old ladies. They're walking around. And I'm telling you, I said, don't go to Seattle. You want to do the Lindy? Don't go out <laughs> after dark. And especially don't stop because you used to like the Lindy. And somehow somebody has put the footprint Lindy deal and On the maybe sidewalk. something in Seattle. Yeah, I'm sure uh, they This do. is not exactly the Hollywood Walk of Fame here. This I went there after that. They're like, oh my. It's dance. The next is the, the cabbage patch. And then you go and do the mashed potato. They're all there. It's this weird stretch of, of sidewalk. Like a lot of those have more to do with arms and legs, though. Yeah, it's like there. I go to the next one. I'm like, all right, it's the moonwalk. Here we go. We're going down. I'm like, I don't like this whole deal. But the, look, the Lindy. You don't have you to remember do that? You used to love that, that Lindy. Remember you when you were younger and you were a real whore and went after that drummer? <laughs> oh you remember God. that? Don't you, Gladys? Yeah, I do remember that. That guy had some fast hands. Oh, my God. Well, they, they get robbed with pretty much what I call Greaser and Johnny Boombox here who come over. Hey, wait, that looks like that's a heavy pocketbook there, bitch. And he grabs it while Johnny Boombox is playing probably the music to the Lindy, even though you end up having, you know, the, the dialogue there of the song. This I guy with the Boombox looks like he's 70. You. Oh, my God. Look at, look at that guy. He needs some exercise. You would think that you would, you know, get some calories burned off carrying that Boombox. I wonder if he has the two Two tape decks and he can make mixtapes though that's what well, i that's what you know. need yeah well really well what he also needs is get off the damn street because oliver comes off and he says i am gonna you know i'm back in town you don't do this, this. i'm gonna kill now. you if you do it it's my town and now ladies is the can i have, this, have dance? this dance luckily they weren't on again the cabbage patch or the mike <laughs> I just the whole thing i'm looking at this guy i'm like just wondering like it has to be death metal in my mind or something let us dance to this boombox jotty over here's songs I'm telling you they're, they're off to the watusi street i don't know that is nonsense but yeah they're all doing that and everything's fine and oliver tell you, goes I, I back tell you, the thing is this might be a real song it's not coming together as i read these clerics because they'll have, read a magazine and then you might be in baltimore yeah <laughs> then you're in baltimore you don't know that one you don't know that i feel it in my loins got it bad for you he's dancing it up he's like i remember this, this one from back in the day <laughs> you can't about a quarter to four not reading yeah, any goddamn go. magazines ever again yeah. if that's the case yeah really if i read a magazine and that sends me to baltimore that's why print's dead nobody <laughs> wants to go to baltimore you end up where he goes back to the whole you know castle the sherwood, <laughs> the sherwood forest, forest. Uh, the best I, I swear to god if he wants to make money turn that into one of those nights things where you go and watch Medieval times. Eat dinner. <laughs> yeah, that that would be the best I just love this idea. We, we go home we go home to where Albert's calling home now at Sherwood Forest the castle flower shop and finds out that Diana's going to be undercover for a while trying to take down that drug ring that's going on in Seattle well She's away. I'm new here in town. So what next? What should I do next? I should probably stand up for the giant window, naked, <laughs> and just scare all the neighbors. I only like, can imagine too that bed has to be a water bed. He like and and really when I'm reading this, I know it takes place in the late '80s. Really feels like a '70s story. Like Oliver there with his hairy chest and stuff. Just the oh, idea. Then. How brooding does Oliver have to be? Because you know he's a, he he's just moved to Seattle. They have a flourishing flourish company, as far as I'm concerned. But the idea. <laughs> I have a line outside. My baby, my baby's gone for a while. I better stand here naked and light a few candles and brew. Right. Like, yeah, he's gonna Did brood you not nude. pay the electric bill? 
Brood nude. He's there. He's like, you like oh, the roses, no, here's the thorns. How, how bad is it that we have this it's brooding thing? Because it's his birthday. He's sitting there birthday. he lights the candle. Oh, the, Happy birthday. Oh, my God. It's the worst. <laughs> he, he must be out of Haagen-Dazs. Because he would be eating that right Oliver now. If you Queen or the Green Owl, any superhero in DC Comics, if you personally go and sit alone at home, naked with a single candle, singing happy birthday <laughs> to yourself, you might be a psychopath. Yeah, you might be a psychopath. Also, the idea, like, he wanted at this huge castle, Eric, and now it seems just too big. Dinah's not there. She left him a note. She's going to go and do some undercover work. And then he just sits there. Happy birthday to me. It's it's worse than 16 candles, for Christ's sakes. I mean, I'm telling you, she is there or he is there going, and he's just sad. And he's thinking, I wish... And that's what he's thinking. He's like, I can't have babies. If Jake came, I'd have them babies real quick. And what ends up happening by the end, though, you really end up seeing that Dinah was right 100%. But you get this brooding. Yeah, but she's not great about it. The whole thing, the idea. She is going undercover. Seems to be the, the, the main squeeze of one of the people involved in this drug dealing operation. And when they get kill off that guy, they then go and take her and torture her in order to get information out of him. Like, look, you're Black Canary. I'm sure they caught you off guard or you're trying to keep up some kind of weird undercover thing going on yeah. here. But you should be able Fight to take out. these guys out. Well, what she all really wanted is chowder. She, she saw at Shout this out. restaurant at the mother's they were they have the best chowder but the idea she's undercover i'm telling you she might be known in town as well she runs a florist sherwood florist while she's there undercover trying to figure out who's bringing in the smack and the crack and all. she's there and there's oliver tooling around town in the florist you know coupe de ville <laughs> like he's ready to, to race danny zuko or something just driving around in one of the biggest this isn't just a unknown you know this isn't an unmarked car it's Giant way above sign, that Sherwood oh Forest. my god Sherwood Forest I'm surprised it doesn't have a You're big creature of Dino on the back <laughs> he's there and that's the thing is I thought he was the snooper that they were talking about earlier because he's weird and he's like yeah uh, Dino wouldn't want me checking in well, on her you're not her. really used to a, like a short haired black haired uh, Dino Lance are you no 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 and, and so but when he's creeping around I actually really thought he was Cruising, cruising with his giant Sherwood logo on the side. <laughs> he ended up so upset that he was alone for his birthday. Dinah's gone. He's looking for hookers. I'm telling he you, the thing care. is, I know even after the idea that he goes out, he's like, okay, Dinah's going to think I'm checking in on her, which I am, but I'm going to drive around here and I know he looks for an abandoned area to park this car and change it to the Green Arrow, but when you have a car, that has Sherwood Florist on it, and Green Arrow comes out of it, you might be screwing yourself over here. Yeah. yeah I mean, people can connect you to things then. And, and really, even when this happens, he looks over, and the reason he changes into it, because he sees somebody in the alley. He thinks that maybe he's seeing things when he goes up and nobody's there until yeah. Shadow's there. But the whole thing, like, you are not alone because you thought you just saw somebody. Who knows what's going on outside of your peripheral vision? I don't know. Uh, and, and so when he's doing this, it's just odd. He's tooling around. This is the, you know, back in the day, late 80s version of like the cell phone tracker. You just got in your car and stalked. And then or, when he know, ends up. The early 2000s Eric Shea, who couldn't get, take rejection well. Exactly. <laughs> That's actually you just going by to see if the light's on. How oh, good she's home. Man. And like, oh, right, I'll, get out. 
I'll do a say anything, but when you do that and it's the so insane creepy. clown posse, it doesn't work out. You know, that nonsense. But he does end it's up going. Blood. Yeah, well, he ends up seeing this. He's worried about Dinah, but then he's got bigger fish to fry at one point. And like you said, he's going to turn into Green Arrow. He's going to change. But then he goes, and really in Seattle, you really get to express your inner artist when you're the chalk drawing guy who is there for the dead because there is the chalk body with an arrow through it. I've never seen a chalk drawing. I thought the same thing. I thought to myself, the arrow would have gone through this old guy. He would have laid there dead. So when they are doing the chalk drawing, which, you know, around the body, (laughs) I guess like, oh man, this arrow is obstructing my chalk drawing. So I better go around it. I mean, really, if a guy gets eaten by, you know, an alligator, you're drawing the alligator as well. I, it's just so intense. No, there. I'm like, drawing the half that's not there anymore because of the I'm alligator. Like, I, I look at this and I'm like, I guess Cupid's in town. Somebody fell in love. That's all I think it is. His heart and, was you know, broken. And there's Oliver's like, I know how that chalk man feels. <laughs> I ended up my heart broken. I went out looking for hookers the other day. But he's there and he's looking and you do Shadow have. Shadow kicks the shit out of him. <laughs> you, he you fails to protect this guy yeah. from getting killed. Yeah. Do you, do you, does it bother you at all, even though it is drawings that everywhere he goes, you got the spiders going around and things? Is that That's the thing is. It's you don't like the spiders. I don't like the spiders, but I'm not insane with my idea of not liking the spiders. But the whole thing is, freaks me out. we have this whole background where in every like you know page, we have this background thing where it's like either in the foreground background where they want to show you this black widow spider coming down off a web, off a tree or some other. And it just becomes this goddamn black and white photo from last <laughs> issue that doesn't mean anything. I'm like, stop it. I keep thinking, I'm what sure the hell? I'm sure it will all tie together for how beloved this series is, this miniseries is, this story through so many people for so many years now. I'm sure it all ties together at some point to make a cohesive story. But here I am not knowing the anything. I'm like, why are you doing this to me? I, I just want to know why anybody that detective, who's, why aren't they questioning the spider? This thing is everywhere. It's all over the place. It sees yeah, things. It's got a bad it's got all them eyes. Thing is, I'm, I'm telling you, spiders. The whole thing, too, I'm thinking to myself, the big takeaway I got, I'm like, I think they're trying to tell me Seattle has a big black widow problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going I, there. I look at this. This is one of the reasons all the drugs, all the awfulness, people doing chalk drawings of people with the arrows, but the spider infestation that happened in the late 80s in Seattle, I didn't know about it, but now I'm learning. I don't want anything. I'm not going to get right, caught the big in that problems back then, crack and black widow spiders. Yeah, really. I think they are. The, the killer bees coming up. <laughs> yeah, really. That and and the alligators in the sewer and the barracudas that get your junk in the damn freaking toilet. But yeah, you end up where Oliver. That like wasn't you a said, thing. That was only you. <laughs> does and uh, and also Satan talking to you through you know rock that was real. music. That was real. And at Hotel California. The next thing I knew, I woke up in Detroit without a shirt on. You end up where Oliver's there. <laughs> that wasn't Satan. He that ends was GHB. Up, <laughs> he ends up. It was PCP. He ends up. You saw faces of death right anytime i hear pcp i hear I, I think of that guy who came running out of that house and just kept running at the cops while he's getting shot that is satanic too. <laughs> you end up having oliver run into shadow and it's this <laughs> shadow is just you know she keeps showing up he wants to know Killing what's going folk. on he might want to ask her about that big g belt buckle he has it's pretty cool she's there with the she's cool there, tats punching right? him in the face not answering yeah. any kind of questions yeah no questions fist questions maybe but we're seeing gradually this you know her training origin basically you know be the shot you know it's be don't the, take the, the ball. shot let the yeah. shot take you yeah it's basically like you're what not we doing heard anything I heard these jokes, but it was in Russia. You know, you're not the shot, the shot, all this stuff. And so it's leading, but again, arrow shoot you. 
Yeah, it ends with, you know, Oliver doing the tuck and roll, trying to get away and pretty much gets the crap kicked out of him when he tries to use the the bow as a weapon. And that really points to him saying, yeah, I am kind of over get this new deal. I'm getting old. I better go. I like to walk around nude in my Sherwood Florist. Now I'm going to go in the bath. Calgon, take me away. wants to take a draw and naked Oliver Queen as much yeah, as he can. I think so. And then what happens is you think, okay, well, that's not progressing a lot. People are dying. Yes, they're old people. We see they're bad we see they're connected with each other now a little more but we don't Something know that going full on with connection. that drug ring going down at yeah the, the drugs and it's what we don't care what's coming in it's what's going out i'm like that's what i say on a date and when you weird. end up with this weird. too <laughs> i, I have some weird dates then you have oliver where he's watching and you can see he has some money is one of those sony little mini tvs with the antennas he's watching that as calgon's taking away and the next thing you know i thought he was watching mtv because david bowie pops up on the screen but it's not david bowie uh-huh. it's just another piece of crap eric it's that because guy then it's that, that was guy. with dinah going yeah, into the bar it's the guy and he's like oh man during my snooping i saw and he's dead and so I just the whole thing too, thinks, the idea that he jumps, he recognizes the guy, jumps out of his tub, stark naked as you should be in the tub, but jumps out, Dinah. And I like to think because he didn't take his time, he got up and just slipped and whacked his head on the oh goddamn God. tile floor. No, what he's doing is this junk's about to hit the, the part of yeah, the I'm not, faucet. I'm not I mean, jumping that. that. I'm not it's making like, it. It's like a hook. <laughs> really? And he's already said he's over the, you know, he's over the hill. He can't do so it. Oh, my. A further, you're telling me. He was just yelling Dinah because now they can have kids. It's, it's settled. <laughs> it's a home vasectomy. He goes out and he's going to go undercover. And undercover for Oliver is let me get a cool jacket and some shades. It's I'm going to go downtown. He goes into my mother's bar where he did see Dinah go in. And in the best part of this issue goes in. Hey, buddy, to the bartender. I'm looking for a guy. And in in an inappropriate comment, the bartender, who, of course, is cleaning a glass, as As they always do. You're in the wrong neighborhood, Petunia. I'm like, oh, I guess the other neighborhood he means is where they dance all the time on, on the, the thing. Is, That's I don't know all if we've come up with better cleaning ideas in the current day and age at bars and stuff like that because I've never just walked into a place and seen somebody polishing a mug with a yeah, rag. because you go to piece of crap places, they don't polish crap. They're just going to give you no, the old things. washing the glasses. Oh, <laughs> oh, really? Well, here's the thing. Then you have to- oh, Spit you have to, you have to You have to pay at that dishwasher. This no, no. Guy's- I'm talking about how they actually have these things set up in the sink so they can wash it and have these scrubbers inside it so they, they put it down there and yet you the, the idea that you don't know. We need to go to the bar once everything opens up again. Maybe. Yeah. I, I see, though, that the second Get part you a little worldly this, out there. He's there cleaning the bar with the spit, you know, the glass with the spit shine. Then it just looks like you put it under the tap and away you go. But yeah, Oliver's going to, you know, I'm not talking that sort of thing. I'm looking for a man. And it's well played here, you know, to this guy because he sees this guy's a piece of crap. So listen, a guy came in, yay tall. You wouldn't have recognized him, though, because you're a piece of crap, probably oodling and oogling. It's a lady about this. Tall. I like Did when you see oodle her? somebody. And he's like, yeah, yeah. All right. I do remember. I'm not a cop, buddy. I don't have rules. All right. We're down with that. He ends up going, this guy, to make him even worse, he has cocaine as a necklace. I'm like, what? Where do you keep your cocaine? eh, Keep it in my back pocket as everybody else does, right? Keep it in my nose, there. Yeah, and one time like, I hey. did have a big old bulky Green Lantern ring that came with the like the brightest day books back in the day, and I wore it to work as a joke for doing. It. And my boss saw it, and I'm pretty sure that he thought because of how oversized it was that it was one of those rings that opened up and had Open something inside. And you had so I, some stuff. He, he asked about it, and I thought to myself after the fact, I'm like, oh, it's just a little plastic comic book ring. I bought it for fun. I really think that he got worried that I had cocaine in the job. You want me to tell you a story I never told you? I, I think I might have told you it a little bit uh, when I was a 
a little and then realize what you were doing and incriminating yourself and, and said, and, "Oh wait, I better shut up." Yeah. You know, when when I was a little kid, I ended up having a babysitter, and the babysitter came over. It was a girl, and the babysitter had this really cool thing that she had where she made it was called sure marijuana. No, she made sure oh. that her pinky. The pinky nail was real long. Oh, and that's I thought, real cool. I thought that was cool. Pretty sure I was my a mom had kid. that too. Yeah. So I decided I wanted to do that as well. So for a <sighs> while, and I'm telling you, six-year-old Jimmy here is walking around with a cocaine pinky. And I thought that this was something that you did if you were cool. And I thought this girl was cool, again, because Turns she- out she wasn't very well, cool at well, all. She ended up liking like Led Zeppelin, the devil's music, Eric. And I thought, she's not getting possessed. She liked the she devil's nose cool. candy too. Actually, she liked all sorts of music. And she was like one of those cool babysitters because there weren't a she lot of rules. She could do anything because she was, she was high. Up. She was fucked up. That's why. She'd pass out. And it was party time. And That's luckily, lousy cocaine. party time to Jimmy Boy means I'm going to go and I'm going to eat one of my dad's tasty clairs. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine something <laughs> like that? That party would be. Down, so Jim. then when, you know, asshole druggy babysitter would leave and then my dad, where the hell's my tasty clair? I don't know. I think it was Cheryl. <laughs> and then the whole thing, it, it worked out because that druggie probably got the munchies. I, I never heard that, but I thought that she, and then finally I just, I think I got yelled at. I think my dad, cut what are you nails. doing there? What's wrong you know, with you? Cut your nails. It was just the one, but yeah, cut, you know. And then later, this took me at least 20 years to realize what I was doing at that point. I'm like, boy, I wonder what people thought of me. And this thing was getting pretty long. Pretty cool. I, pretty I just cool wish way. that since because you, it took you so long to realize what you're doing, that this became a staple of your life throughout high school uh, and then in I, college. I am not it. No, actually, I think that I talked about I it or somebody else. I think that's what happened. I was in West Virginia. I actually saw somebody with that. And I'm like, man, I'm thinking – Boy, this girl, was, style. this girl was a trendsetter. Where, where it's time for old Jimmy to? Boy to shine. Well, maybe that was Madonna or something. I mean, really, she's going on. And uh, no, no, that's for cocaine. I'm a cokehead. I'm like, okay, well, first off, I'm wow. never talking to you again. Next <laughs> off, right out in the open uh, with that, I really ended up being a jerk. Uh, yeah, so where were we? Wherever we are. That's some longbow hunter stuff. That's just the whole Don, deal that I Donna, was. She got captured. She's getting tortured. She's possibly getting raped. Tortured. She, yeah. Uh, this guy ends up being really the working hard or hardly working of the murderous Torturous. rape set. Yeah. It really he is. He, he's there. Hey, you want yeah. a piece of this? Really before working I this woman over with the torture that I'm doing here. But guys, before I go and finish off the job, anybody want a piece? And I'm telling you, it's, it is said two times to the point where- It's way over the top. This stop? is why we, he's that guy. We are torturers. We are not rapists. We need to get, who hired this guy to torture? It's basically- this guy's an artiste, Aaron. That's why they have him. I mean, really, get rid of this guy. But his jokes are basically like, you want a piece before she's pieces. That's all it is. And they're like, oh, yeah, great joke. The one guy, though, seems like he might be down with it. But already, there's just blood everywhere. It's disgusting. Oliver does break in. You, you have extended pages. And the other thing about this is you, you do have a lot of full-page spreads. So this does end up reading a little quicker than the overextended page count. Uh, but you still, it does take a little time but with that he just breaks in he he gets dinah out of there she is worse for wear i mean even when he goes to save her well, even this i don't whole even know thing, she's though, living 
as I'm watching, you know, and like, you know, you have Shadow in the rafters ready, like her, her bow is drawn, ready to shoot at this whole guy, at this guy. And Oliver looks in and sees Diana freaking just bleeding everywhere at the same time. And then the guy has an arrow run through him. And as he's sitting there, we progress with the page count as Oliver goes in, beats up some guys, tries to get Diana down. And we just have that guy standing there with the arrow bloody in front of him. And I'm thinking, you're, and I'm looking at it every time, like, can, when they, when are we going to see the back of the arrow? Because I need to know. And that, that's a, that is a really well done thing that we had here because I'm anticipating like who was the shooter because it could have been anybody at this point. Shadow, yeah, she's killed a bunch of people, but we just had Dinah just bloody half naked here about to be killed. I'm like, did Oliver cross the line? And when you will reveal at the end, you see that green fletching, I'm like, oh, that was so and, well and done. And also he, this guy's dead. I mean, there's no, oh, like, yeah, there's but no the thing back. is, the only coming back like might Prometheus. be, it might be that because the one guy he's shooting his gun, he ends up shooting the thing cautious on fire. At one point you do see propane tanks and things behind and it does blow up the whole warehouse so that guy would have died anyway but the thing is the guy shooting the gun oh my god he gets his shadow takes that shot it goes through the guy's eye out his ear I'm like, that is crazy. In one eye, out the ear, as they say when you're not listening. That guy's dead. He can't listen there. But yeah, you have Shadow. So you have this where Oliver is look at each other before they leave the whole thing about the idea that like, you know, yeah, we're both killers now. And that's the thing. It's almost like you get the idea where Oliver looks at Shadow. We are killers. But also, I might respect you a little. Like, you have Oliver, like, huh? Like, she is against the bet. Because all along, he has to only think that she is completely the Robin Hood killer, you know, doing all this stuff. So this is, well, maybe there's a reason she's killing bad people, but now I'm a killer, so I really can't say anything about it. Like, he can't be a hypocrite now. But, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that look, and we'll see how that goes I, as the it. building explodes. I love explodes. the ending of this book. It's just the majority of it getting there. I'm like, I'm confused about the connections that we're trying to connect here to make everything work together. And Oliver, like where I thought him and Dinah together in the last issue were the best part. Oliver by himself, Mike, I was kind of bored throughout the whole broody mopey parts. And and in in the whole deal, you have a mystery. You have the Robin Hood killer shadow. Why is she killing these guys? What's going on? And Oliver doesn't really get anywhere with that. In fact, he's not really looking into that. He ends up kind of falling into it again because of Dinah. He ends up going, he's going to take a bath. And then he sees the guy that Dinah was with ended up being killed, all this. So he has to go find Catches her his balls because he hasn't heard. Yeah, as he jumps yeah. Out, I mean, slips really on the tour a sack. Awful. Oh, my God. Now he's not on the ball. You end up, though, with this whole deal. This mystery is not something that Oliver seems to be that. He goes to the police to tell him some things and basically says, you know, get on the ball, detective. Don't tell me that arrow (laughs) guy. You don't really get much. And then you end up with Shadow. So at the end, even with. quivering in fear. And also, again, the next. get it? Quiver. (laughs) Arrow guy. The next guy ends up being. You know, a guy who's just yelling stuff while he's reading a newspaper and he gets hit as if he's in Arrowhead Stadium. Eric, I have no other joke. I'm nope. trying I'm I'm trying desperately to think get of the something. Point. I mean, really what he did was get the shaft, Eric. Oh right. Yeah, so you end I'm at a six five.
I, I'm really not I'm enjoying this for as how much, much I enjoyed the ending. I'm telling you, the thing is, it was a slide to get through this second issue where I'm telling you last week when we we're talking about all those other books, second issue was where it was at. It got me on board with everything that we're doing. I couldn't wait, but I'm like, all right, we have one more issue to this. The second issue did not grab a hold of me and think, man, I need to know what's going to happen now. Yeah, the whole thing with Oliver becoming a killer because he wanted to save Dinah and this whole relationship with Shadow, what he has now, like, you know, <laughs> they're both killers. Like, this is an interesting bit, but. Are we going to go through the next issue where it's a slog to get through like this one was to get to something interesting by the end? I don't know, but I just wish that the Longbow Hunters, for how acclaimed it is, how celebrated, would actually keep me interested as much as it should. Yeah, and I'm hunting for a story. I guess what I am, and it's okay. I mean, some of the things that we do like, but I I think that, and we are hoping that, and and really anticipating that the last issue pretty much is one of those that it's very tough to go individual issues, and you get the whole story at the end, which that will be nice if that happens but we're gonna do the last issue eric we saved it for last it is aquaman time and tide number two it's written by peter david pencils by kirk a it's a jar jarvanen by brad vancada Colors by Tom McCraw and letters by Dan Necrosis, which sounds like he has oh, some God. problems. Poor Dan. <laughs> I know. Why, why did it have to happen to poor Dan? He's such a nice guy. Did you ever yearn for the story where Aquaman is raised by dolphins in an underwater Mowgli. jungle book? Well, here it is. Baby Aquaman is raised by dolphins and through a lot of tough love. Yeah, adult Aquaman too. And maybe the weirdest <laughs> Romeo and Juliet story ever becomes Gross. the man he is today. There are some nice little moments, <laughs> like when Arthur's dolphin brother gets stuck in a boat propeller and then is eaten by sharks, but hey, circle of life, right? Overall, Gross. though, I will always remember this story as the one when Aquaman was looking to get himself some tail. <laughs> dolphin tail. And boy, it is. This should be. And if I was reviewing this on the site... I think I would have as my header a dolphin's tail uh, because, boy, uh, Aquaman, what I realize in this is under the sea, he ain't got no mirrors. He does not realize that he's different and that he, just he cannot. He's a little bit, you know, he, yeah. a dolphin that was a little misformed is all. Yeah, he's sitting there and like, hey, baby, what's with that blowhole? Hey, he, he I mean, I don't know what he's, <laughs> I smell tuna. He, he's there going on and he's telling his I just imagine, tale. though, this whole thing where he is raised by dolphins, has dolphin brothers. I imagine he has dolphin friends, but the whole thing where he wants to go a court in the female dolphins out there, but his brother won't let him like, does he go off then and with his dolphin friends and go a cat calling? Hey there, baby, <laughs> whoa. Hey there. That porpoise got purpose, you know what I'm saying? Get that fin on over here, that baby! This whole background, I was excited to read this. The idea that we were going to get the backstory of the modern age Aquaman. Not that we, like, you know, that was different than what we have now after the New 52. But this whole new take, the fill in the gaps that Peter Davis is doing here. I was excited. And I thought that this issue, too, was going to be one of those things like we had from last week. But where we jump in and just find out that our entire issue is about (laughs) Aquaman being raised from as a baby by dolphins until young adulthood and doesn't know the difference between, you know, dolphins and humans. I'm like, you just did the Jungle Book and there was nothing in this that felt I want it more, Fresh. like like at the point where they call or anything you know, that I wanted. I want them to like, yeah, that Aquaman, he's racist. Like, what are you talking about? I, some, some of my best friends are stingrays, you know, stuff like that, ah. like the underwater life. Uh, also, I just uh, my favorite thing though is the idea that through the story, 
that Aquaman has the nerve and the gall and, and just the gumption to actually write this down in the book. I, this is a chapter that would have been lost. I would not I, be telling. And I would have told the chapter a little different. Of yeah. the, dear diary, dear Atlan diary. Let me uh, tell you the time yeah. I wanted to bang a dolphin. Yeah, no, I was no, going to bang this that, dolphin. Huh? And then you have the guy the reading it. Like, you mean the character dolphin, the mute? No, no, no. No, no, I, no. I, mean, I mean the real dolphin. All right. That's great. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, you have this whole I'm telling idea. You, and I, I read this wrong initially, too. So I was even more thrown off right away. I actually thought it was a misprint or like I didn't go back and try to reread the parts where I like, you know, we have this strange narration at the beginning, the idea of a dolphin giving birth and then that dolphin going up the baby dolphin going up for air for the first time, getting snagged in a tuna line and stuff like that. We have a narration that talks about this whole thing. And at the end. It says, I'm that baby's godfather. And I swear to you that when I read this, and up until we just got started, because I, I was very confused by this, but I did not go back to check <laughs> to make sure there was some like answers to it. But I swore that this is talked about when we see Aquaman for the first time this issue, when he's stopping these tuna fishermen, that it says, and I'm that baby's father. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, Aquaman? <laughs> and then what happens, you're like, he really did it. You did it, Aquaman. You, you I, did I, it. I, I wanted to get this out of my mind so bad that after I got done reading it, that I did not go back never to see this. But. I just want the time when the you know you end up having say a Pike come and ask a favor. I'm y'all uh, ask you for he's the Godfather now. But even with that all going down, just the oh, idea, God. the extended, you know, there's Aquaman. He Fish was tails. left for dead. You have the tide going in and out. He ends you know, up because blonde-haired babies they curse. We got to get rid yeah, of them. Yeah, they're their cursed. Lands. They get rid of it. Also, the idea. He he can breathe air and the deal. So he's not going to die here, but he has to be close to water, which he is. But the dolphins go and you have the one dolphin. No, I'm going to take care of him. It's the jungle book. It really is. It really as is. this baby. But I do like the idea. And I and think it's cool what? that underwater, you can have like 7 million nicknames. They just got whatever's going on yeah, at that time. Tails. They change it up. At least you don't end up keeping, you know, suckling and things like that. Then you're swimmer. Then That's you're, what I was called in you're, college. You're jagged guy. You know, oh, there's jagged Finn, you have all these things going on. The I'm like suckler. shark. That that actually, that was actually coral. I don't know where you're going, shark. Uh, and even at the end, the shark he, he should be pissed. He right. remembers, and he don't, he's not mad. He's just like, oh, you're the guy who took out my eye. You know, really, they call me Patches now, and I'm pretty pissed <laughs> off at you. But he doesn't, you know. He, I, I, he swims in circles all the time. He doesn't thing, know what's going on. My biggest concern with last issue was when we had those dopey sharks giving, like, you know, we're hearing what the sharks are saying to Aquaman. Me, you no, know, remember all this stuff. I'm like, I could do without that. While I do love Aquaman being able to talk to sea life. and uh, even You don't like not, them talking back, right? You don't want to hear it. I don't like it. them having full-on conversations with Aquaman, like the idea that he can get like an understanding of what they're talking about telepathically, something along those lines that feels smart. But when we have an entire issue where it's the Dolphin Pride family going around and having full on conversations with baby Aquaman, I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I, I you know have read in a long though, time. For Aquaman, side up things. I believe that dolphins are one of the few animals that do end up making love face to face. So at least he'd have that. Uh, but uh, they're also very callous and like cold. That. Very callous and cold. Yeah, really. Uh, you end up, well, you, you could find because of trash. Go to Trash Island, get a bag, you're fine. You end up, they're very cold because when you end up first. having somebody die, I'm saying if you're underwater, <laughs> there ain't just things that you, unless you're in New Jersey. Then pretty much you can just put pretty a uterus over it, right? So I'm saying if you're Aquaman, not you, oh, okay. you should just have a bag God, there. Just have a bag of dolphin, God. I mean, really, just uh, I'm just talking about chess here. So but yeah, I. you have this whole thing where it's the you know the circle of life. You end up having him and his dolphin <laughs> brother. <laughs> the They're going. The, the problem a is, man wants the bag of dolphin. 
I learned here that, you know, boys should not bang dolphins. That's uh-huh. number one. Also, you know, Even when dolphins you, look down on that. Yeah, really. And really, dolphins seem to be up for a lot of things here. <laughs> when you have the dolphin, if you are a dolphin, anybody out there, if you're turned into a dolphin, don't start bragging about shit and start, start paying you, you pay attention because you're going to just run yourself into a propeller the crux and die. of our story is Aquaman's dolphin brother trying to show him how much better he is, jumping high out of the water and landing on a boat's propeller and dying. And I'm just thinking about, this is what sets off the whole thing against surface. Aquaman, ah, you are my greatest foe man like no no your brother's goddamn stupid judgment is what it is yeah, that's what i think it is it's motor mouth over there that wants to brag your and try to dolphin brother and, and the one that's cock blocking you the whole damn time brother of schmother you, you want to get this some, whole thing, some you, he put this whole bit where we spend the entire issue with baby naked aquaman growing up you know and just trying to learn what his fingers are because he's amongst dolphins and has this whole thing when aquaman finally does reach to the surface and become you know curry from time when tom curry found him and stuff like that he should be the biggest idiot anybody's because he was raised by dolphins doesn't understand what his fingers are <laughs> he should have such psychological problems at one point the dolphin is like we're gonna have to show you the people that you're supposed to fall in love with show the old sea sea captain i mean there's a particular right, scruffy, type now there's you and a particular me. type he's in let me yeah, show really. you my dolphin dance this entices you right scruffy I'm, I'm telling you the idea like you say that when he goes into man's world <laughs> the ideas that he's gonna think are right i mean he did flash a tuna can in front of him he's gonna have flashbacks he's got ptsd but also the idea if you end up going and writing aquaman or i do this will never happen but if we did please have a little bit of an aside it's not it's part of the art you get the artist to do it as you go into the, the I do room love the art about this as but... you go, i do too as you go into arthur's room you do see just a little bit of a glimpse maybe through an open door and a bathroom, you know, mirror that dolphin he had. Mag? No, no, that he oh. ends up having Mara dressed up as a dolphin. That's all I need. I need to see that he is not is completely get, getting uh, rid of his upbringing. Uh, yeah, I could just imagine the ideas of like he ends up doing something. Is like I can't help it. You know, my dolphin mother. She she wasn't the greatest person. You know, they, and you can't blame her. She's old. I just uh, this whole deal of what has he learned? I don't and like this. Y- you're getting the idea. <laughs> I, too, I, that- I really like Aquaman, and I love this this time for Aquaman too, where he becomes the badass Aquaman and like this whole thing. But this backstory for issue number two for the for the time <laughs> it's and tides. An okay, reason to show you how he talks to the fish, I guess. No, no, the thing is, even the way that we're dealing with that, I don't like the way it's presented. (laughs) I don't like his backstory and the idea that we spent a time where Aquaman was pissed off at his his dolphin brother because he wanted to bang that dolphin broad and he wouldn't let her. Later later on, it does show you also why he does eat fish when you had that scene with Jeff John. He doesn't eat enough, though. They they end up worrying about him. He's undernourished. I, I also just sat there while I was reading this and making up my individual voice for the dolphins and most of them end up being new york cabbies <laughs> hey what you doing there with the, the babies uh, just that's all it was and uh, yeah that's it there's oh not really God. much to talk about this except his brother gets hit by he the does. propeller of the ship he seems to be pissed off about the ship too but he's ending up yelling because his mom all of the rest of the dolphins are just lay, going lay away. Go. You got to keep going. He's gone now. I mean, like the sharks, you got to keep moving forward or you're going to die. And that's part of the deal. He's gone now. You got to let your brother go. And the sharks come 
to come to eat him. This is the circle of life. And then eventually they poop him out and he lives again, right? The so you end up like, having well, the well, shark. You, you got to eat him? No, I'm not going to eat him. Well, leave it for us. We're going to eat him. What's yeah, wrong with you? Yeah, the sharks, this is what happens. You've spent and your entire life in the ocean being raised by dolphins for years and years because you look like you've never seen this. 16 right? years old, but what, how is this new to you? And the thing is, though, I do have to give this shark, one-eyed sharky, a, a lot of credit. He is not Don't angry. Don't ever say that to me. He's not <laughs> I angry. I got to give this one-eyed shark a lot of credit over <laughs> but here. But he comes back and he says, you know, Don't hey there, I recognize you there, sharp I don't thin. remember much. Uh, yeah, he doesn't, but he remembers that. He does not take it out. He has had an awful life throughout this whole time with his one eye. You do end up seeing the scar, all that. He just wants a meal, and this is how things go. I think he's like, well, you faced me, you fought me. That's how it goes. I've learned to accept that. Y- your brother's dead, and really he ain't your brother. He's a dolphin. Let us eat him right now. I am Kron. I care most of this world for myself, oh, as God. do you. And I like, okay, you aren't as great as I thought. But I mean, he, he doesn't think that. And he's yelling, it's not my way. Well, it's it's too bad. This and is Aquaman how things happen. hugs his dead brother one last time. And as he's writing this in the, the Chronicles of Atlantis, he is crying again, remembering back. Yeah, I, I think that he was crying <laughs> that he exposed himself to a just shark. the whole idea, this whole thing. I like to think that he is crying because now he has the wherewithal to know what he was doing and what is acceptable. <laughs> oh, God, I, did, I really did that. And then the next thing I is, tried to bang like, that don't worry about the parts that are missing now. That's why pencils have erasers. <laughs> He has now taken out that whole bit. He's crying now. His saltwater tears, Aaron. He's crying them because he realizes like that issue, he is a fish lover and he shouldn't be. Uh, I don't like it that much either, but I do like the art a lot. So it make me giggle. I mean, really, anytime you see a dolphin die in a propeller, I mean, it, it gives me the giggles. And so I had that by the end. And also the the whole thing of making love. That, that was funny, too. Uh, but, yeah, by the end, I'm like, uh, I, I really six to me. I, I actually think it's a little high. But I'm not maybe six. I'm high. I'm going to go six. I do like the art. And, you know, you see a lot of butt cheeks. I yeah, a lot like of Aquaman that, right? butt cheeks. A little yeah. boy Aquaman butt cheeks. You see a <laughs> yeah. lot of that. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore. This is where I ended up this week. You're not allowed to do that anymore. I saw you, know, you put up the Nirvana album on yeah, Twitter. I'm yeah. like, I don't know, it, man. That's it's what a I was dicey. No, no, no. I was going to bring that up. Please, after you're done, go and look. I put the edited version. I was not going to go full version. It took me a while to find an edited version that actually looked decent enough that I wouldn't get crap when people, oh, man, look at you trying to censor it. I'm like, I am not going to put this <laughs> original cover up. List for child I was porn. just going to bring it up when you said that. What they ended up, uh, Rob Lewis did it for me where he sent, you have to have four albums that aren't skippable. You listen to every song. And one of mine is Nevermind. Yeah. And so when I went that, I'm like, I can't put that cover up. I'm not doing this. So I went and got a, you know. <laughs> I, but, try. but that is one of the things that in a weird synergy, I had told Zach the day before that this is one of my favorite albums. That is a album that I love every song. So I had to put, so yeah, you look and really please go and look at some point. I, I, it's edited. I, there was no look way I'm putting that baby. And it actually shocked please. me that a lot of people go with, with that original deal. I even almost went with that redone cover of the kid when he was uh, 20, but he's in shorts. <laughs> I was like, well, nobody would like that, but yeah, it's edited. I'm not going that route, but yeah, six, you're going six as well. I'm going, no, I'm, no, I'm going 5.5 out of 10 because I, 
as much as I like the art, this is not an original story. It is the Jungle Book, but with dolphins and Aquaman and before any of the good parts of the Jungle Book. So it's like I was not having fun with this idea. I'm just I'm stuck on the idea where Aquaman is pissed off because he can't bang this dolphin. I'm like, I'm never going to forget this now. I'm not having fun. I don't like this Aquaman now. And then his brother dies. That's funny. But yeah, you have that. But that's it. That's the end of the podcast as we usually do. We have a book of the week. We're not going to do that again. This Wonder is Woman. classic stuff, but it is Wonder Woman. And uh, yeah, next week we're going to get back to what we call the Superman week of things, what? which actually, I mean the Batman week. This is the Superman week. Next week is the Batman week. That is the one that we are actually enjoying a little more with Green Lantern, Emerald Twilight, Batman, uh, KGB Story, Ten Nights of the Beast, New Teen Titans, Judas Contract, and Flash Rebirth are the books that we talk about. Now, as we go, we are going to have dribs and drabs of books coming out. It was announced DC is going to start putting out books. The first week is next week. Ain't nothing we deal with. I mean, unless you want to talk dreaming, right? Uh, I'm not. But yeah, Yeah. we'll be talking our regular books. But then after that, you are going to get stuff like Just League, Just League Odyssey, and we'll mix them in. But I do want to finish these books that we started. I don't want to be somebody who's like, eh, they're back. Let's go ditch these. So we'll, in some capacity, figure out what we're going to do. But I hope that people continue liking this as we have this quarantine shutdown, all this nonsense. I hope everybody's safe, all that. But again, go to Twitter at Weird Science DC. Go to our website, Weird Science. DCComics.com where we have a lot of retro reviews going up and the digital issues that are coming out already those digital first that aren't really first they're kind of shoved in and then also go to our Patreon where you can hear a lot of other nonsense like this a ton of shows show each day is pretty much the thing that's going on right now of some capacity that's at Patreon.com slash Weird Science but that is it that is it for this week I hope everybody enjoyed it. it we did it. We did it, Eric. How dare you? All right. Crazy fool. See, this is the thing. I have all these sound effects. I get paid by sound effect, Eric. I got to do that. You get paid. No. It does not compute. These are things that had meaning at some point. I never did. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. But Eric, what do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. We keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Treat us all like tools No shape cause they are fools Cause we don't give a perfect score To everything we read I never lack my age If I did I'd probably die I only read the comic books To show that I can cry There's no pictures of me Cause that's what I'm to see Eric plays with toys all day It's like he's fucking three He really sickens me Don't let him play football He's such a clumsy fatty That he probably dropped the ball
pretend you're still listening Cause your co-worker's a fucking jerk Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Play with his toys